Okay, let 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 let's begin. Give me your beat. Yo, 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 yo. What up, y'all? What's that? I don't remember the rest. What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to episode 24. I'm Dave. And I'm Jade. It's Saturday before Memorial Day. Yes, it is. And we have something to remember. What do we have to remember? We like to make a moment of silence for the 21 people who died in the Texas school shooting a couple days ago. Amen. Yeah, crazy shit. Damn. I was actually going to go in a different direction because I was like, man, we don't want to, but, but yeah. No. Yeah, we should start the show that way. That shit's crazy. We should start it with moment of, so, moment of silence. Like, that's fucking crazy. You know, I don't remember where it started, so but I, I think the Buffalo thing was the thing for me. Like, <laughs> to see that live on Twitch and then think about all those talks we had back in the day where, you know, you talk about video games and Grand Theft Auto and desensitizing the nation from video games and violence. And then you got this kid on a live video game platform, live streaming the fucking first two minutes of him gunning down people at that store. Fucking insane. While white people are overseas fighting other white people for land. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking nuts. I'm going to drink some of this hurricane. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't, and then, I don't and then think the school, the, like, the school is not, like, to me, that's not the outrageous part. Like, school shootings have been happening with zero action uh, for a significant amount of time now. Right. Um. So... I'm not surprised by another school shooting because literally absolutely nothing has changed since the first one or the second one or besides the kids doing so active shooting So what do you think should change? Um, so the thing that I think is that like uh, the guy who was the police chief for that district literally had his people wait outside while Shooter was inside for half an hour while he found keys to let himself inside the school instead of just rushing into the school. So like train. But he just had the active shooter training in December. And the thing is, is that, that whole training about is like speed is life, right? Like the longer you delay, the more people die. Like the so amount maybe, of bullets that. Maybe that, you need like uh, veterans and, you know, um, better background checks on people for like stability. And if they're handling situations like that, where it's fight or flight mode, right? Like, are you a fight or flight person? You know, you see that commercial on TV where, well, we're actually going soldiers. the opposite way, right? Instead of having, instead of saying like, if these people are qualified or not to be in that situation, mm -hmm. like starting June 12th in Ohio, there's no longer a concealed carry law. Anybody can anybody over, I think, 18, might be 21, so, can carry, can legally carry mm -hmm. a weapon concealed. 
That's dope. So that means I can carry my gun now and my fanny pack legally. Yeah. So that's dope because when me and Dade were in Texas. Well, you can't do it in Texas. You can do it in Ohio. You can't conceal carry in Texas. You can open carry in Texas. I know that, but I'm saying. So it's a lot different. There ain't no law in Texas, bro. I'm That's saying the, the, the Ohio law doesn't extend to different states. World. Like, so I see if you're you getting going, mad, dude. Don't get mad about this. What We're do I think? Early. No, I just think about you riding with a gun in your fanny pack instead of it being secured in like some kind of holster and us hitting a big bump and then it's shooting me in the side. That's what I see. That's but, what I would expect your answer to be. That's what I would expect. Right? Because you think. I carry the gun unsecurely, like I'm some idiot with a gun in his fucking fanny pack walking around. Instead, I got a gun in one pocket and the fucking clip in the other, right? So it's never connected. It's never going to go off. And if somebody gets fucking froggy, I pull it out, put the clip in, you're dead. That simple, that quick, that easy. And it'll never go off and nobody will ever get hurt. But I don't carry it in my fanny pack anyway. I carry it in my book bag. Or in my shoe. Or in my boot. You'll never know. Your boot. I keep it moving, dog. Wait till I get that crocodile Dundee knife on the other leg. I'm an outlaw. Cherokee and Wow. Come on, Jade. What are you watching? Oh, the hockey. I'm flowing. Why are you watching the hockey? We're having a podcast here. Are you, like, done talking about this topic? No, I'm just listening to you talk about yeah. it. I'm, well, I can you're worried about a concealed carry, right? You're worried about people carrying guns that should not who be have trained. not been trained. Not so just that's trained, a different talk. Not just trained. People who would always be denied a, a, a concealed carry permit mm-hmm. will now be able to carry a gun. That well, makes it worse for women who are being abused because mm-hmm. a guy that they used to be in a relationship with, that they had a restraining order against or has been charged with stalking, normally that would, uh, not normally, if they went through on a background check and it was actually something you got convicted of, that would pop up. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, like, yes, can they always carry it without the same way as people can now without a license? Sure. But there's... uh, um. If they carry and, and they get caught with it, right, you can get up to five years in prison. It's a felony for carrying a concealed weapon. Right. That could be all the time a woman needs to be well, able to get I out in a way. what this is going to do, honestly, like when I think about this, I think it's going to make society a little bit more on edge, and they're going to think more before they act. And I think they're going to think like, yo, that dude could have a gun. I have no idea. So if I run into this place and decide that I want to take $1,000 worth of shit out of here, or $999 out of this store, Walgreens, and run away and get away, there might be a man in there with a gun that's going to shoot me in the back or in my leg, right? Not to kill me. Yeah, but the, the thing so to me like, is that someone's life is not worth $1,000 worth of gonna cigarettes kill. from a, from I mean, a place. if you're trained, like you're it, trained to like but, shoot to stop somebody. Not to kill. No, what? it's not. You what? can't shoot somebody in the back because they're I'm not. I'm not a, shooting you in the back. Well, I'm, I'm shooting not you talking in the about you. Why do you take everything so personally? What? I'm no, talking I'm about a, a person who's trained uh-huh. in can, having to conceal carry, and when it's appropriate to 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 be able to shoot someone, they get uh, you know like. You can't shoot someone in the back who's running away from you because they're no longer a threat to you. If a guy comes into a store and isn't doesn't pull out a gun so, and says, I have a gun and is stealing a thousand dollars worth of shit. 
I just heard this today when I was at work in Fairfield, at the Walmart in Fairfield. What, like last week, two people were shot? Did you hear about this story? No, I didn't. So I didn't know either. I just heard it today at work. But I'm not surprised because, like, literally our our, uh, Western Hills one, somebody got stabbed in the neck, right? But that guy that's got the knife isn't going to pull that knife out now if he thinks that somebody in there might have a gun. Yeah, but the guy he stabbed was something he knew. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, the, saying, the one in the I'm one in saying, Westwood was a guy that gonna, they knew. So it was a whole thing with their girlfriend, and the guy knew the other guy. Yeah. That was it. So it's like the majority of crimes like that, mm-hmm. I believe, are people that you know. Yeah, we that's need to what get I think. Jeff Robinson in on this. You know, he'd be a, he'd be somebody I, I would. Uh, I'm curious of his thoughts about this whole situation. I didn't know about this, so I've literally been preaching this for a long time. So I'm kind of happy, honestly. Because you've been telling me to go through and get my yeah, uh, I think you should. Carry. I think you should but get trained. I, I am trained. We went through the same class together. Like, what? What do you mean trained? Like, what more training do you want me to get? Like, for instance, you cannot conceal carry while also consuming alcohol. So last night when we were at the thing because we were drinking, you can't have your gun on you. So oh, okay, right. So you didn't know that. So but you're you not just trained. told me that. So now I just learned it and I put it in my toolbox. Dave, so I now know I'm that. Even but more now. How many people are there? But you, that. How many people? I don't know how many people. It seems like somebody didn't really put thought into this, right? That's why I think it's a bad idea. Right. That's it. And that's, that's why. Fine. I think it, people I, think it's a, you can, like, there's going to be two sides to everything, I feel like. You know, like, we're going to agree to disagree on this topic because I'm happy, right? It makes me feel more safe, right? Now you can carry a gun in your, in your fucking backpack, figure it out with your work so that you're not getting pulled down. While you're leaving from your car to go to work. That's fine. You don't even carry spray, right? You don't even carry the pepper spray I gave you. So I don't expect you to carry a gun. But knowing that you could makes me feel more comfortable, right? Because I can carry one now. I could carry one anyway, right? Right, But you got to go through the training. You got to go sit in a class for 12 hours, pay whatever they want, $500, 52, whatever it is for them to say that now you're good, right? But I can go on YouTube and get the same training. I can go to a gun, a, a gun range and talk to a professional there who deals with guns every day of his life like he loves it and talks to you all about the guns. And those are all the tools that are going in my toolbox. I don't need some guy in a class to tell me, hey, man, thank you for the money. Here's how you do it. You know, I can do all the research now. We're getting to a point where these phones are at the point where we can do our own research. So I don't need somebody to tell me that this is the way to go. Let's just get to that point. We have people being shot in schools. You know, and then we're sitting here wondering like, hey, we got all these veterans that don't have jobs, right? They come back, they have PTSD, right? And there's a, there's a whole thing on that with like mushrooms and stuff and psilocybin and how that's. What? That has nothing to do with. No, no, no. That's a big picture. Dave, but let's stay on subject. Subject is school shootings, right? Armed guards. Let's get some armed guards out front. Let's get guys who are veterans. I got a couple buddies. Not every veteran wants to have a gun in his hand again. Like you're Mm -hmm. talking about dudes with PTSD. The guy down the street can't even deal with fireworks. You're right. Do I want him to have a gun at my kid's school? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. But he can. He can now, right? Like he doesn't need anything. It doesn't matter what kind of psychological problems he has. If he wants to walk around with a gun now, he can. So your worry is, is like. Getting stuck up at gunpoint and shit now that this can just happen. Yeah. Is that like, yeah. Yeah. Because at least I know, like, there's always people, right, who are carrying guns that shouldn't yeah. be carrying guns. Right. Like, that's the way it is. Yep. Right? But, like, 
I feel like there's a lot of people who just don't, they want to carry a gun, but they don't want to do the work behind carrying a gun. I feel like when people go and get their license, they're saying, this is important to me. I've carved, I've carved time out of my life to go do this classroom training and make sure that I'm certified and make sure I know the laws and the right things to do at any point. Like, am I going to be ready for every situation? No, mm-hmm. they can't cover every situation, you know, in a training class, but you know, it's yeah. the same way for cops. They go through training, right? They go through the whole police academy. They get trained on guns. They get trained on, you know, and they have to make it through and graduate. But now, you know, Bob next door can so just get a gun. So is this going up for vote? I, I don't no, know No, it's, it's already so, passed. The, uh, the governor signed it in June 12th. The governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, Mike DeWine signed it. It passed in our government, in, the, in our House and Senate. So... Wow. Yeah. So just to me, that's that's my worry. You know, for me, yeah. I feel like people who it's really important to, they carve it, carve time out of their day and they make an effort to do it. And now anybody can just carry a gun. And I don't think it's okay. So, you know, we're talking about having vets. Like you're not talking about, you know, Linda across the street with the loud ass bird, mm-hmm. her standing outside. You're talking about military vets. Those guys are trained, mm-hmm. right? Like we're not talking about, random stranger or random people on our block getting guns and be like, oh, we should have Mary stand outside the kid's school. No, you're talking about trained military veterans, and that's the people who should be I get that, but handling how do you guns. turn it back around is the point I'm making. Where do we go from here? If you're not happy and I'm fine with it, how does this make you happy? How do we get to the point where you're secure with this? Like, how do we turn it around, right? It doesn't, like, uh, we live in a society. it's not up for vote, and, and here it is, it's passed. So you have no decision, right? You don't have a decision. You just have to deal with it. Right. Correct? Right. But that's the majority of decisions, right? We've right. elected officials to make choices for us, and that's the way our government works. And you're not happy with every decision that they make. Right. You know, it is so what it is. it time is. to move? No, I'm not going to move because of it. Because it's just another know, state that's going to do it. I, that was but there are people who move because of, there's people who relocate because of the choices their state makes all the time. No, like you're it's right. not. You're right. People relocate their businesses to to new states. Like look at Walmart. Every time their their tax breaks are up in whatever area they built and, you know, set up in, once those tax breaks are over, they abandon that building and they move someplace else. That gives them a tax break because every area, every government wants to be the guy who brought 500 new jobs to the area last month, right? Because they're giving tax breaks to Walmart and Walmart doesn't care that it left this giant eyesore two miles over. Right. Now they move to a new county that's literally across the street. It's like having a Walmart in Hazel Park and then them building it right across to Quinder and Warren. Right. Like, it's literally the same fucking people working there. Right. You know, they're just across the street now because now Warren's giving them tax breaks for the next eight years. That Hazel Park's expired. It doesn't matter. There's a huge-ass giant Walmart building that looks like shit that things are happening in now. So, big picture, how do you how do you take care of that? Like, big picture. I mean, that's big government picture, right? Like. It's the thing is, is that, like, when people can identify problems and they say this is a problem. But they don't offer any solutions or seem to be making any sort of uh, decisions or changes well, so, to, to make those things change. Like what has changed at schools themselves? So, so for my, my like here in my changes in, in is, our own school district. Right. Go ahead. In our own school district, people voted against the safety levy that they had, which would 
put metal detectors in that would uh, pay for there to be a resource officer at every school in our district. And people. So why did they turn it down? People voted against it. Because they didn't want to pay more money. Because they didn't want to pay more taxes. But also, we're in a part right now where gas is five dollars people are really struggling we weren't four years ago right we're living that great trump life everybody talks about their amazing trump lives uh-huh. and they didn't want to pay more money for schools because that's literally the mentality is i don't have a kid in school i don't give a shit <laughs> right or i'm not paying more on my taxes the school can figure out how to pay for all the shit with the money that they're getting it doesn't matter that property taxes were down now property taxes are stupid high, or you know property values are stupid high so now the taxes are even higher and people mm-hmm. are complaining about their taxes going up well your house is worth you know 50 percent more than it was yeah. 10 years ago right. so of course your taxes are going to go up and then they just say figure it out well it literally you go to school you're just talking about the inflation for the same shit. We literally spent $800 on groceries on our last paycheck. Right. You know? So it's like schools are feeling the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the cost of everything for them is going up. Oh, yeah. Clean and supplies, food for the kids, right. you know, all the shit that they have to get. And, right. like, they're not charging the kids an exorbitant amount of money for lunch. You know, you're talking five twenty-five. You know, is it more than McDonald's? Sure. You know, but it's, you got to pay the lady inside to fix it. And they're paying her a livable wage. They're not paying right. her minimum wage. You know, the school right. lady's making 10, 12 bucks an hour, you know? Yeah. And they're not putting out the volume of food that McDonald's is too, to help break up their cost of how, how much everything costs. So it's schools are feeling the same, the same hurt everyone else is. So when you're telling schools to fucking figure it out, it's like, how are you figuring it out? You With know, me? you're cutting, no people oh, themselves. Yeah, people. I when thought you're, you were talking about no, me because I was going back to like, what did I say? No, I'm just saying, like, when You're schools are about saying, solutions, when like, people are saying to people fucking, you know, the schools fucking figure it out, it's like, how are you f- figuring it out? By cutting shit out. And that's what schools have to do. Right. And that's what you're doing to kids. You know, so it's like when you're saying, oh, we should have an armed guard at, at, at every school. Okay, well, you got to pay for that. They don't work for free. No, I know that. But then you got, you know, we got to. Then we got to cut art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's that's the choices that they're making. Then kids are paying to play for sports. Yeah, you know, like everything's just went up, dude. The rich keep getting richer. When you're saying kids at public school pay a hundred, hundred twenty five dollars to play a sport when it's pay to play, yeah. and then you go to LaSalle and it's five hundred dollars for for uh, lacrosse, and you have to pay for all your own equipment right. and your own way to every game. Right. Then what the fuck am I paying for? Well, you're paying the for ref the coach's fees? salary. There's literally the coach's salary. Right. The coach is getting paid, but so is the high school coaches. And it's like there's, you know, a one giant varsity team that's got fifty kids on it paying five hundred bucks a pop and they're paying for all their own equipment and the only thing they're getting from the school is a jacket to keep. No, dude, it goes to the father. Dave, I you understand what I'm saying. Like, I do understand paying... what you're saying. I'm being funny. I know, like, but I I'm, I'm trying to have You're a, a serious jade. I'm trying to, you know, lighten the you mood You literally a just said to me, are you ready to go? <laughs> quit <laughs> fucking <laughs> around like Brian yeah, Callen. I'm in around, serious Dude, mode. get it together. Pitter-patter. Speaking of that, Shorzy's out. Go check it out. Free ad. Yo, let me get into this, though. So, uh, you know we got three listeners in Germany? Pretty dope. I was looking, I screenshot the other day. I was checking out our listeners. So shout out to those people in Germany. Here's what I want to do. I was thinking of this today. If you're from Germany and you listen to our podcast, like we can literally see who it is. Reach out to us on Instagram if you're on Instagram and hit us up and we'll send you something cool. Maybe like a card or something. <laughs> like a dry sidle card. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's talk about McJesus, huh? Connor McDavid. Hockey? Yeah. Yeah. So we got people in Chicago listening, Minneapolis. 
Brussels, Germany. Frankfurt, Germany. Pretty cool. <laughs> what? Did you just find that out today? Uh, the other day. Oh, cool. I was looking at it, and I sent it out to some of the people. I was like, I, I, it's pretty cool. Because it was yeah. like in the last seven days. Mm-hmm. It shows you where all your listeners are. And we had three listens in Germany. And then like Minneapolis, Chicago. I'm trying. And then so like through my head, I'm like, hmm, who do I know in Chicago? You know, like mm-hmm. I know, um, I forget his name. Sean, I think. I met him through Mike Mastrulo back in the day. His parents owned like a bar downtown. And so he moved to Chicago to open up a bar. Most of the time, it's just they like you randomly show up in there. Yeah. When they're scrolling through. Like, it's cool to listen. Like sometimes when I post stars up on the. On, um, like Spotify will recommend you, like, us. Like I've been recommended our podcast by Spotify. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. I it's like, like that. podcast you might like, and then it's like a spouse. I'm like, I do like that. But show. you're already following it, right? Not on Spotify. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Oh, see, I follow ours just so I can see. Like, no, I do. Make I sure do. it gets updated and make sure everything sounds good. No, Sometimes I do. I'll I do everything through, through Apple Music. So, like, I know if it if it shows on. Apple yeah. moral, Apple podcast, then I know that it's so that correctly. was something I wanted to talk about, like the whole shadow band thing. Because, like, we have some people that listen that reach out and say, Hey, man, I didn't know you had a new podcast up. Like, I have it set to like, and they actually screenshot and send it to me saying that they have notifications turned on and everything. So, when we upload a new podcast, it'll let them. But two people I know have not gotten the notifications. Oh, the most from recent the last, one? The last three. Oh. The last three. The last one, I can understand why. Why is the last one? Well, because I edited it after we posted it, so it could be possible that they didn't get a notification for it. You edited what? The description. Oh. After we posted no, it. No, it was the it was the one before that, and I think the one before. It was like the last three we posted. So I was like, hmm, you know. It's like sometimes there's we'll just talk so about many. I think when you just when you I know, but well, we do have the thing that says that we yeah, it'll talk pop about up and COVID. say that we talk about the vid. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the dem they call it the dem because you got to know about how to get out of the algorithm so that you don't get flagged <laughs> oh i don't care There's i'm like, trying not I know. To, i'm trying not to talk about covid everybody else seems to just keep talking about that i don't know well it's because it's just the it fear mongering just pops up again you know it's like these cycles where it's like oh let's get everybody scared again like even out in anderson now i'm seeing people wearing masks more often i'm like what the fuck are we doing anyway dude well speaking of that though on so a good like, note to that yeah um so I had COVID in January. Oh yeah, this is a good And I note. had it pretty bad for like 10 days, I would say. And like you and I literally argued a couple times about like how you said, I've never had it. Mm-hmm. I've been tested by my work. It never showed up. And I'm sitting here like, the fuck you haven't. Right. For, for sure had it. There's no way you haven't had it. And then you had it. And then I had it. And, and then I was, you got it. And you I were like- stupid sick for 10 days. Dead. You couldn't move. Your bones were like- frozen i couldn't walk (laughs) you were sore everywhere yeah i couldn't walk i literally spent a whole day in my bed because i it was too hard it was too hard to walk up the three steps weren't you uh light wasn't you light sensitive one day or no Uh, well i had a really bad headache the Uh, first day and that's what it was but um it just hurt to walk up the three steps to my third level so you got it bad and then you lost some things. So I lost my taste and smell, and I haven't had it um, since. since January. So I got COVID on January 1st. We know the day for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because um, we, we knew it. We even set up for it. I was already on the 6th. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, six fuck, o'clock. if we get over there, we know we're getting it because we yeah, know we he's got it. Yeah, we said that before we come. Yep. We know someone, because someone what happened was some uh, one part of our family got COVID. 
their their whole house did right before Christmas. Yeah. So we delayed Christmas a week, and we all met up on January first. Um. Right. To like do Christmas do on January first. Yeah. So. And we said before we went over there, Dave literally looked at me and said, "You know, when we go over there, somebody's coming home coming with COVID." Home with it. <laughs> yeah. There's no way we're leaving free. And when I was like, "Well, we'll see." You <laughs> no, know, like do. it's been a week. They say like. You know, after six or seven days, you're not, you know, you don't have it anymore. You're not contagious, whatever. So we were like, oh, we'll try it out. And then we went and I seen my nephew and I was like, this guy still fucking has COVID. Like I could tell he, he did not look good. <laughs> like he definitely did. Who, Logan? Good. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't want to say his name, but oh, my nephew. He's was, fine. Everybody knows. So anyway, I was like, this guy still has COVID. I'm like, he does not But he wanted good. to hang, man. He was sweating. He wanted to hang. He's like, you know, I miss my family too. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> so basically we met up at noon, and by 6 p.m. that night, I was laying on Dave before we even left, already feeling like shit. Yeah, you were about dead. In like dead. six hours. And not they literally, dead, dead, but you. They were literally saying, like, you're when you're exposed to it in the first 10 minutes, you get it. You, so yeah, I heard it definitely was yeah. fast acting. It was on you. And then you were down for probably a big, Ten. solid week. To yeah, week and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was 10 like days. it basically took you like two weeks to get healed. Yeah, and then you didn't. But have, I did. I did miss like and yeah. I missed seven missed days of work. work. Yeah, yeah, and that was the longest you've ever. I missed, missed. that full week, and then yeah. two weeks or the next two days after. So I came it makes sense because like when I got it, I didn't miss any work. Got my shot, no big deal. And that's kind of how it's been running its course. Like either you get hit hard and you're out, or it doesn't even fucking affect you. And then you lost your taste and your smell. I lost my taste and smell, and, and, I, it, and I haven't had it since then, It's and it's May. But what was your first instance? My first thing was when we were going to Gage's thing, we were going to Gage's graduation it, last Saturday. It wasn't the, was it the hash browns? It was the hash browns. I thought you had an incident before that. No. Where I tasted sour milk, but it wasn't what I was eating. Oh. It oh, was oh, just oh. like... I'll, I'll get whiffs or tastes of sour milk. Yeah, like shit tastes But, like, sour. I'm not, like, eat Like, I'll be drinking a glass of water, yeah. and it'll taste like sour milk. It's oh, just, like, just random. That's weird. Right? So I never yeah. had, like, what it actually tasted like. And then the first time I had a taste of something was when we went to Gage's graduation last Saturday, the 21st. We got some coffees. And we stopped and got coffee, and we got hash browns. And Shout out to Duncan. It's yeah, and then him. I ate one, and it tasted like water. Indeed. Yeah, and you said that. You legit said. Well, I said because uh, Gaze was in the back, and we got. And I he gave said him he didn't some. Like him. He didn't like him, and I go, "Yeah, they kind of taste like water." And then you said, "Yeah, they do." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And that was kind of like that moment where you're like, "Holy shit!" You just tasted water. water. Yeah, yeah. So, and then today, and then I drank my coffee right after, and it had zero taste. Zero taste, but Nothing. you tasted the water, so there was like a little dub, little bit of hope, little. And dub. then today. Um, I'm it, del out a, delivering mail a week later. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't, I, and now I like haven't tasted anything since, yeah. since last week. I still haven't right. tasted anything. I mm. haven't smelled anything in like right. almost six months. Yep. And then, uh, my, I asked my oldest son if he wanted to go grocery shopping with me and he said he would come. So, uh, I was in my car and he got in and I caught this big whiff of soap. Yeah. And I said to my son, I go, did you put like spray on? And he goes, yeah, I put spray on. Yep. And go, oh, you smell like soap. And then I was like the first thing that I smelled yeah. in six months. And it so was soap. Two. And then we started kind of like brainstorming. You called me and we were like, well, shit. Well, I you called Dave to tell uh, him because I was, was super excited. What was that? Um, I heard uh, somebody mention um, that that thing to take on a podcast. Uh, it, was a, it was a supplement you could buy over the counter. Mm -hmm. I forget what it was called, but... 
shit, now I feel like I need to like pause and go find it. Do you remember I what it was? I have it on my phone, but because but, people might want to know, but it was something that who who takes it? It's like a it's like a it's like a supplement. People that have what take diabetes? It. Diabetes. Yeah, they take it to like help uh, bring taste back and all that. No, it doesn't. Oh. it's not. They don't take it to bring taste back. They, okay. They take it to to help br- break down carbs. Okay. It helps to break down carbs. Oh, so then, well, okay. Well, uh, when I was listening to it, they were saying that it, th- this is known to help bring your smell and your taste back. So I don't know with diabetes what it does, but uh, it was known by a couple um, in the comedian community um, that had lost, I think one of the, I forget which comedian, he's lost his taste and smell and it hasn't been back for 18 months. So quite long, quite longer than yours. And uh, I think he was taking the same supplement. It was something acid or, uh, no, I, I just, I don't I'm know. trying to find it. You text yeah, it was like text. three, it was like three, uh, three, three letters. But uh, anyway, you can buy it over the counter at, um, you know, at Kroger. And you started taking it like three days ago. So you were like three pills in. Yeah. And we were kind of like thinking today, like, oh, you took three pills. Maybe that's helping it. You know, maybe that's helping it out. Who knows, right? And then you were starting to think, well, you know, COVID kind of runs its course after like about six months, you know, like between three to six months, it can fully run its course. Like that's what they were saying with the vaccine. If you got the vaccine, you know, the vaccine. It is called alpha lipoic acid. Alpha lipoic acid. So, so if you do not have your smell and taste out there, alpha lipoic acid is something that people are... Um, bro science here. Cause I don't know, you know, but we're trying it out. Hashtag try it out. Um, something that's known to help, help, uh, speed the process up, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine being without your smell and taste for 18 months. You know, like even now, well, like when you, yeah, I know. Like I, I feel, it's you used know, to break down carbs and to make energy. Used to break down carbs and make energy. Yeah, it's it it occurs naturally in foods such as red meat, carrots, beets, spinach, broccoli, and potatoes. Oh, so I could take that. It like works after. more like an anti anti antioxidant, and it, it might provide protection to the brain and also help in certain liver diseases. Hmm. It's used for nerve pain in people with diabetes. It's also used for obesity, altitude sickness, aging skin, high levels of cholesterol, or other fats in the blood. And there is no good scientific evidence to support any other than these. There you go. We're not scientists here. We're just a couple bros. Been married for 20 years. Spitting some knowledge out that we've learned. Um, What was it? Alpha lipoic acid. Alpha lipoic acid. I'm going to write that down. Um, And and now, you know, it's like baby steps. Kind of like how 22 Basically, they were just saying, like, uh, when you get the shot, it kind of starts to wear off after six months, which is why they offered the boosters. So now here I am at like six months after COVID. So I'm thinking that maybe the co- the effects of the COVID itself are starting to wear off, just like the yeah. protection of the right. shot or the boosters did. Yeah. Right. And like now my stuff is starting to fire up. So I've been yeah. having like these random headaches uh, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I've uh, been just a... Uh, you know, attributing the them other. to my attributing them to my life circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but um, way to put it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been able to sleep a lot. But last yeah. night I slept like uh, 
a full like eight hours, nine hours, yeah. probably. And well, the uh, night before, I got like seven and a half. Remember, I was like, yeah, yeah, but I didn't sleep very good the night right. before. But last night, I slept pretty good. I yeah. probably got like nine, at least nine I hear hours. A lot of people talking about just being tired and sleep. Like even she was talking about it, you know. But I woke up today feeling pretty good, and like my brain is kind of humming. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I feel like maybe it's my senses firing back up, which I'm hoping, but. No, no such we'll luck see. as I made hamburgers for dinner today because it's National Hamburger Day, mm-hmm. and I couldn't taste them, and I was sad. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. Well, Dave grilled them. Huh? Dave, Dave grilled the burgers. I did the grill. I'm the grill master, so I didn't know you were grilling because you said you were going to make burgers for National Burger Day, and then, uh, you know, I thought, okay, she's going to maybe do stovetop, but then, you know, when I got home, you weren't home, so I went skateboarding played some basketball and then you start firing up the grill and I was like you can't do that so I'm the grill master you know you have to you have to take down the grill master to take over the grill and you haven't proven that so far so yeah maybe we'll have a grill off and see who cooks the better burger you know what I mean yeah it's like the old uh, Chinese connection where you gotta take the bosses on each level I'm the final boss for the grill. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah. That little reel with the chick when she gets in the dude's truck. <laughs> what is that? She's like, I'm a man. War. Yeah, that one. You know what no. I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's not. It's uh, Rick Blair. Yeah. And then Becky Lynch took it over. Yeah. And she started calling herself the man. Dude, I got a lot of crazy shit on here. I don't even know if we should even get into well, let's start talking it. We got lots of time. <laughs> like We're George only, Washington. Only like did you know George Washington had slaves? Like the teeth were from his slaves that yes, he owned? Yes, I did know that. I've known that for a long time. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's fucked up, dude. It's just crazy. They teach you, know? you that they were wooden? JK. <laughs> Back in school. That's what I'm saying. Like, now that we have all this access well, with our phones. Well, that's the whitewash of the, history. And yeah. To, you know, it's like, <laughs> the thing is, is that. Like <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna take these from everybody you. is fallible, Holy right? Shit. So what they try to do is they try to whitewash history and make it seem like our original leaders were like these infallible, yeah. like demigods essentially, but they weren't. Right. They're people just like us, you know. It's the same way when we're kids, we look at our teachers as these like people who bring knowledge <laughs> and are infallible. And then yeah. I grow up, and my son's math teacher and me are smoking weed, smoking next weed each other. together. <laughs> we're like, oh shit, okay. You know, or like, you know, some of my friends I went to high school with are teachers, and I'm like, ooh, she's a teacher? Whoa. No, what but I'm just saying. That? Yeah, I know. What? what? I'm just saying because you grew up with them, and you've, you've partied with them, and you've done things, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh. Well, here's what I thought was fucked up, too. Like, like I don't know, just the fact that you think, like, here's this guy just taking the teeth out of his slaves. Like, I'm going to use that. Sorry, my teeth are shitty, so I'm going to go ahead and take yours. Go on out there and continue on working. Well, it's, it's literally <laughs> like, what the Nazis did. No, yeah. And then, like, um, like Genghis Khan, his history. Well, Genghis like Khan was so brutal. Myrtle, like, so brutal. But here's the thing. Like, when I hear this story, but like, like I used to have so a Ninja big. Turtle, right? Like, yeah. Ninja Turtle figures. Like, I, that's all I grew up on, Ninja whatever. I had a figure, and its name was Genghis Khan. Was it really Genghis Khan? I thought it, it was something else Khan. Still, dude, it's a playoff Genghis Khan, right? right? Like, you're playing off the name, and you're literally hyping up this fucking serial murderer, right, to kids. Because I'm like, ah, oh, Genghis Khan, cool. Like, 
like literally that's the word association when I hear that name is I think of that Ninja Turtle I played with as a kid. You because know what I mean? That, Some dark ass was, history. Yeah, but it's like... Like it's, so many it's, bodies it's invoking, that they couldn't... It's they, invoking like the warriorship of Genghis Khan in that animated figure who's also like... No, I get that. I, I understand the, 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 the idea behind it. I'm just right. saying like it's pretty fucked up. You know, when you learn our history and all that crazy right, shit. Right, but like when you're a kid, you have no idea. You just think his name's cool. Right. Like Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady. But then yeah. I had a cheer and it was like, steady, rock, rock. And I was like, oh. Steady, rock, rock, rock. Steady, Eddie, Eddie. Steady, Eddie. It was uh, Eddie Belfour. That's what what they, are you, I'm talking about a cheer. I don't I care what you're talking about. I'm associating what that means to me. I know. That's what I'm saying. Eddie Belfort. Everybody has something Steady different. Steady Eddie. 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 Well, you that were was talking about idol. what you associate that name with, and I was saying what See, I associate to, other names you with. You mean about to put gloves on here, You ain't going to do shit. You're I'll fucking blast you, dude. All right, dude, give me the gloves. You're so tough. <laughs> so tough. Dude, Oh, you'll I'm be even you, tougher you're when you're carrying your gun, Tuffy. Oh, yeah, in my fanny pack. Ow, weasel walking around. Around, drinking beers with Whack. the boys not with your gun though dude Elite. i'm gonna have that gun every when i go to a card show and i got ten thousand dollars worth of cards on me i'm gonna have my gun with me i'm talking about drinking with the boys dummy no i'm not drinking with the boys maybe dude here's the thing like you think people are just gonna like not carry their gun when they go out fucking drinking you're yes. insane yes because yeah. it's illegal yeah it's illegal and now you're putting that on our police officers and they're gonna get right. to the point where yeah, they're gonna exactly. be like mm, nah i'm gonna let this slide today that's dumb. Yeah, it is that's dumb. dumb. There's a lot of shit that's, going on that's dumb right now. People make the worst decisions. Like, I was literally listening to a comedian yesterday, and he said he stopped drinking because because alcohol tells you to do bad, sh- bad stuff, but weed tells you to do good stuff. Like, he's like, when he goes, I have a friend who follows a shitty team, and he gets shit-faced, and then he fucks up his house. He goes, so he's following the shitty jets, and then he gets all fucked up, and then he starts fucking up his house. Yeah. He goes, because that's alcohol. He goes, you know what weed does? He goes, when my team starts losing, weed goes, hey, Chris, you know what we should we do? Literally had a, we literally had we a podcast get, where we, we literally talked some, about somebody drinking and playing with guns. He's like, we should get <laughs> holiday uh, holiday hand towels around here. He goes, that's what weed tells me to do. He goes, alcohol <laughs> tells you to punch your TV and throw it off the balcony. I know. He goes, weed says, man, our team sucks. We should get some Halloween hand well, how towels. about Lisa, right? Lisa was just here. We talked to her today. Back in the day, went to a party at her house. All the meatheads were there. You know, she had a pool in the backyard. They're all hanging out, drinking. And then the biggest meathead of all, captain of the football team, decides to rip her fucking railing out of the concrete because he's drunk and shit-faced and his girlfriend's not having it. And that's what he literally did. He fucking bent it, ripped it out, threw it in the yard, got in his car, and left. Right. Yeah. No, no he does? What? Weed makes you think of like business ideas. Weed no, makes you think. It says we should go have a snack. Yeah. We don't need this mess right now. Let's go have some cookies. Yeah. Or let's laugh. Or let's go hike somewhere. Right. It's great. Yeah. It is great. I agree. So, what do you think alcohol tells you? No, but it's funny how society's always been else. teaching you that alcohol's okay, but weed's terrible for you. It's just funny how it's flip flopped. And I, I, I like to attribute that to our phones, you know, because there's access to information now. But it's like when you grow up, it's like they come to your school and tell you don't do drugs, don't do weed, don't don't mess with the marijuana, the Mary Jane. But, you know, I'm going to go back here and have a 12-pack of beer and fucking beat my wife or some shit like that. That's what ICP taught me because that was in a lot of their songs. So don't give me that look because I'd never fucking lay a hand on you. 
What are you talking about? No <laughs> one was you giving you me. that look. She did. She gave me a look of yeah, like, okay. because I said, beat my wife, which is like in their song, they literally talk about dudes getting we drunk and We weren't talking about ICP. So, so but I, I don't. No, that's where I attributed You just said, too. let's have a 12 pack. You said a cop goes back, tells you not to smoke weed, but then he goes and drinks a 12 pack. Not and him, his but wife. like people. Oh, oh! Did I say a cop beats his? You're wife? literally saying cops come to your school <laughs> no, no, and tell you not to terrible. do drugs and well, don't do the okay, marijuana, Mary okay. Jane. But I'll go home yeah, but and there have a was one, and beat my wife. I, no, but I do remember one when I was growing up that was in the Dare program, and he used to go to our our um, our grade school. Like I remember him at Delshire, and then I remember him getting busted for some shit. But I don't remember his name because but people I'm just saying, are but I'm not, not putting nobody's. People are not infallible. No, I know that we're all human. That's right. what I'm saying. But I'm just saying the, the narrative is, is of like telling us alcohol is fine for you, but weed is but terrible don't. for you. They but used to back in the day. No, they didn't. They still didn't tell you that alcohol was good for you. They literally completely tell you all the time that this is a drink and this is a drink and this is a drink so that, you know, you shouldn't drink more than two of them a day. Right. Like they literally mm -hmm. say a glass of wine per day is okay for you, but two glasses of wine per day, it's not that good for your body, yeah. right? So they talk about those things. They talked about alcohol not being good. Literally, I don't remember there ever being a class where they're like, put on these goggles. This is what it's like when you're high. They're like, put on these goggles. This, this is what like it looks like when you're drunk. Now try to drive. You just murdered 12 people. You're a horrible How person. How many kids do we know that's, that's had wrecks that are our kids' age? You know. That were drunk? No, well, we don't know if they were drunk or not. I'm just saying Rex. Probably four. Four. We know one that's had two. Two major Rex. Yeah. You think alcohol was involved with any of those? No, I think showing off to their girlfriends were involved with the majority, with at least two of those Rex. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Speed. I don't Speed know, man. Life. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, Connor McDavid is something else. And uh, if for people out there who don't know who I'm talking about, he's a NHL hockey player. He plays for the Edmonton Oilers, and mm -hmm. he is phenomenal. Wayne Gretzky's old team. So right now in the playoffs, he's set to break some records, and I'm I'm hearing a lot of records, like some of Wayne Gretzky's records. I don't know if all of them. I said that earlier. Who knows? But I, I you know, it's pretty fun to watch. Like the other night, he scored the game-winning goal. He was playing like a really shitty game, and then he gets the game winner to end the series. Handshake. See you later. Let's go. Well, when people were starting to say that he's playing shitty, I was like, uh, he just have had you a bad game. looked at all his stats for like, yeah. So I seen a thing that, uh, him and Dreisaitl, who was like his winger, they're kind of like the one two punch, 55 points in 12 games between the two of them so far mm -hmm. in the playoffs. And then Kane's on their string too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kane, uh, Vander Kane, the one who kind of went viral with, uh, you know, his, his, uh, ex, his ex wife, I guess, paying somebody else's fee or something. But uh, he's uh, he was like not he he was he was like I a, thought that person paid his fee because he his fine no 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 because no. he so he had a fine he was fined and then um his no the the other guy was fined the other player was fined and his wife paid the other player's fine because they had just broken up it was like a two hundred dollar fine that's what it was oh I thought no okay. But Evander Kane played for, like, San Jose Sharks, and then, like, he just kind of was, like, a locker room, like, distraction, I guess. So he kind of went for a bunch of teams, and then um, there was, like, a whole narrative out there that Edmonton needed to get tougher before the playoffs. And then, I guess, Connor threw out the signal and got Evander Kane on the team. And right now he's got 12 goals, or he's got, 
12 goals. Like, he's leading. And it's the second round of playoffs, right? Yeah, but he's got the most, I don't know. He's. I think he's got it. He's on pace to break a record. I don't know. He's not known for this is the is the point, I think, that everybody's saying. And then that Connor's just goes to like show that, that you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah. That's literally that. Well, it's like he needed to get tougher, right, because you got Connor and – you know, that kid's getting beat up. Like, if you know anything about hockey and you know Sidney Crosby and his career, he literally missed two years of his career because of um, head injuries and um, concussions, you know. And kids out there that are listening to this, that they know I'm a pretty big proponent of those head injuries. So, you know, when you've got, like, an all-star like Connor and then you've got, like, the NHL who, like, don't really like that fighting is known – you know what I mean? Like, it's out there. Like, people think of hockey. They think of fighting. So, the NHL looks at that as like, ah, we need to get rid of that. But it's really a way to police their own sport. You know, and I think Connor was like, yo, we need to get tougher. So, they got Evander Kane. And then, um, I think for him to make Kane happy, you know, I'll be the assist guy. You know, let him get the points and kind of build him up. And then uh, that Matthew Kachuk reel kind of went viral where he said, you know, like, do you need some help, buddy? I got some money for you, you know, because he's claimed bankruptcy. Evander Kane did, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, you know, who knows? And then uh, like fans of the uh, Calgary Flames were like running up to the glass and like throwing dollar bills over the glass onto the bench and shit, you know, but like to me, that's hockey. You know, that's why that's why dudes jump over the glass and fucking beat your ass in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Or like Ty Domi, you come over and like say some shit and squirt some water, you know, and then he squirts you with a water bottle and then you start reaching over and he all of a sudden he grabs your fucking head and starts pounding your face in like you asked for that, bud. The glass you know? breaks and you fall in. Yeah, like you if you're going to throw me. dollar bills over and, you know, I see your arm and I grab your arm and just kind of grab your arm and pull your face right towards my fist, you know. I mean, I know he wouldn't do that because he'd get sued, but it's like, uh, you know, he's like, fine, I'll score goals and Connor's like, I'll set you up. You just, you know, beat people up when I need it. And so uh, I'm, I'm on that wagon right now. And then then you sent me that uh, Instagram today of the uh, the ESPN 30 for 30 called. It's an E60. It's an E60, but it's a 30 for 30. Like it's their whole thing. But what, what's it called? Do you remember? It's called not rivalry. It's about a rivalry, but it's like, un I don't know. Unrivaled? Yeah, unrivaled. Is what it's, it's called called unrivaled and it's about <laughs> I'm literally looking at the picture of uh um Darren McCarty beating up uh Claude Lemieux, Lemieux, just punching him in the head that we had got that I got signed up there at Astro this year. And he's in it, which is cool. Well, that's why he met up with Claude Lemieux, remember? He yeah. said he just yeah. had a thing the night before where he met up with Claude Lemieux it was for that Oh, that's right. And it's in that documentary. Yeah, it's I've at the end him. of the documentary. Yeah, at the end. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. They they got back together on the on the. I wish I would have spent more time. You know, like they're just so busy there. Like you could literally sit and talk to him for three hours about all that shit. <laughs> but like he's also the nicest guy ever. Oh, he is, and he's will super legit nice. sit yeah. with you for three hours. Yeah. Like his handlers have to reel him back. They actually in. said he would come on our podcast and talk here. So I haven't reached out because, you know, I don't sometimes know. it's just things people say. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe I don't know. Like, we're just small, so you never expect that, but you never know, right? It's mm-hmm. the whole, what's the worst that could happen? They say no. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, that's it. So, or we got to pay for, like, his hotel for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would do that to have a four-hour conversation about that I would just bring shit. our shit up there, and he could meet us. Oh, yeah. Take Get a conference room. Yeah, we've been wanting to. Yeah, just something like Get it. a conference yeah. room, meet somewhere, have some yeah. foods. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy. For an hour. 
It's crazy. That documentary is going to be so good. I feel like that's not something you could just wrap up in an hour, though. It's probably going to be two, but man. I like what you said, though. When you see the Lakers in that, like, give me a series of that. I like, though, when it started, where he said, uh, he says, um, explain what a rivalry is to you. And he said, like, if you have a rivalry and it's just on ice and it, it doesn't go off the ice, he goes, it's not really a rivalry. Yeah, right. When he said that, you're like, oh, shit. And then they were and talking about what's his name, Adam Foote, yeah, right? And he yeah. was like, I fucking hate those guys. I'll always hate those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I just, I remember that To time. know it's 20 years later, 25 like years Like, you later. lived up there, so, like, right. me coming from an outside, you know, that's that's when I was in it. Like, that was the thick of roller hockey for me, street hockey with the Jedis, you know, and you just, I'm a goalie, so, like, of course you see Vernon, Patrick Waugh. I fucking hated Patrick Waugh. I don't know why I hated him. I don't know if it's because of his style. I just wasn't, a, I, you know, I liked Belfour. Maybe they had some beef, but I just, I never liked Patrick, Patrick Waugh. And, but, like, I liked Ray Bork. Mm-hmm. You know, there were people on that, but I hated the Red Wings, you know, because they were rival To me, they were the rivals to the Blackhawks. And maybe that's because of the whole Bob Probert, you know, like that whole thing. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. Like, they're not in the same division no more, so that rivalry's died off. But, you know, back in the day, to me, that was my rivalry. That's why I literally say fuck Detroit. But it's funny because here you and I are, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of, that's how full circle. But, yeah, like that time it was just... um I don't know. Like, it was unreal to watch, you know? Because, like, when you see it, you're like, <laughs> like, who's going to stop this? <laughs> this madness. Because, like, the, the the fight I remember, I don't, was it Chris Osgood and Patrick Waugh? Yeah, well, it, that I mean, was. it lasted that was, forever. Well, that was the, the big fight. That was when, like a four-minute fucking well, fight. Well, it all got started with when Darren but McCarty it, I punched. I thought Vernon fought. was in it, too, though. Was Vernon part they, of this? They fought on multiple occasions. Like, that one was uh, Chris Osgood. So, where did it start, though? Did it start with the Osgood and the. Uh, the Patrick Waugh? Is that where the, the rivalry kind of started? No, the it started. So it was already chippy before then, right? But it started, like, it really started when Claude Lemieux hit Chris Draper into the boards and fucked his whole face up. Was that in the corner, right? Was it the corner of the no, boards? It was, no, it wasn't in the corner. It was literally Just right in front of the, the bench. Board. Yeah, right. and he, like, his helmet popped off and his face dragged down the thing. So like his whole teeth were fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you see in the documentary they lift his face up. Yeah, he he had like he had to get a bunch of stitches in his face. So it was just a dirty hit. Yeah, it was a dirty hit, and he was like proud of it. Well, that's how Claude Lemieux play, played. Even his right. son Brendan Lemieux right but now the, and plays that's the what same they were way. They fucking hate him. So that's how it started. You know, it was like a kind of, and then after that, it was you know Chris Draper was out for a while, for a long time. Did and they win the cup that year. Who won the cup that the year? The Avalanche won the cup that year. That year when and they I, knocked that, him out. And then I think the next two years, was the, the Red, Red Wings, Wings won the next two years. Did you guys play? I don't remember. The next year. You played Colorado the next year and redeemed. Yeah. But then who did you play? Was it New Jersey? I think it was New Jersey. The Devils. The, the second year, right? The Devils, yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Like, if you haven't seen that, like, or, or if you're, like, listening and you're not really big into hockey, the just go, line. like... I think we talked about them on the last podcast because maybe. we talked about Astronomicon and yeah. talking to but, uh, you know, it's, Darren McCarty. Yeah, but you sent me that today. That's kind of what rehashed it. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, if you're listening to this and you ha- you're not familiar with it, just go on YouTube and type in, like, Red Wings Avalanche Rivalry and watch, like, a 10-minute video. It'll... It'll catch you up on that, but I, I don't know when this documentary comes out, but I, I'm hyped about it. It's going to be yeah, good. I'm excited for it, too. Yeah. And then Shorzy come out. 
I know we talked about that today. That dropped. Uh, what else? Oh, we just watched the Game of Thrones. That shit was sick. Yeah, the, uh, the House, House of, of the Dragons. Dragon. House yeah. of the Dragons. House of Dragons. So much stuff. We got Maverick still to watch. Well, Maverick just came out yesterday. Yeah. And then House of Dragons doesn't come out until August 21st. Right. So. Yeah. But Obi-Wan Kenobi's out. Dave's been trying to get us to watch that. Yeah, we need to watch that. Already two episodes of that. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I got that eBay stuff. <laughs> with your fake stuff? shoes. Have we talked about that? Uh-uh. Yeah. We can talk about it, though. <laughs> How so, do we start? <laughs> I'll start it. So this is eBay. And go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I, I am a shoe collector. I like yeah. shoes. Yeah. Uh, Dave, as he's explained previously, he loves cards and he flips cards and buys more cards. And I buy shoes. Uh-huh. So there was these Halloween dunks that I like because I'm a big fan of dunks like i got some jordans but i just really like the way the dunks fit better yeah um so anyway uh i wanted these halloween dunks and i didn't get them and i was uh, i showed dave them because they're pretty cool and uh, he ended up buying them for me for a present but he bought them off ebay Um, authentic uh, so ebay go ahead explain that with stock x because people are so normally we (laughs) <laughs> Come get some, so dude. So normally StockX, yeah. like we buy our shoes um, from StockX or GOAT um, if we miss a drop. Normally if I don't hit the drop, I don't buy them aftermarket because I don't pay. I don't care about shoes that much that I'd pay hundreds of dollars for them above retail. So if I don't get them on the drop, I don't get them and that's it. So anyway, I showed Dave the shoes that I wanted. I was bummed that I missed them on a drop. So he buys them. eBay started a new service that's just like StockX and Goat where they auth- where you take, you have shoes, you send it to them, they authenticate them, and then they send them to the buyer. If they're not authentic, they get kicked back, you get your money back, blah, blah, blah. That's what happens with StockX and with Goat. So Dave buys these shoes off eBay for more than what he should have. About 250 So they dropped at $90. The going price on Goat and StockX were, it was about 120 125 at the time. Dave bought them for twice that on eBay. Gets the shoes. I get them. I'm just happy to get them. I don't think twice about it. They're eBay authenticated. Yep. Whatever. We even cut the tag off of them. Yeah. To they, be honest, they, they the put eBay tags. Authenticated tag Anytime on you them. buy a pair of authentic shoes from StockX, Goat, or eBay authentic, they come they with a come tag, with the tag that you literally have to cut off. It's like a kind of a windy little tag. They put it almost it on one looks of the loops. like a, a security sensor. Yeah. That's it, but it'll say like ours say had eBay the eBay authentic. Yep, and we cut it off. Authentic shoes. So then we head to Michigan to to go I think to that Astronomicon. Was for Astro. Yeah, I took some cards up there. We were meeting with your brother. We're taking pictures of the shoe collection so we can yep. put it on Instagram for rip strips and kicks. Yep, and I just got uh, for Easter. I just got um, my passport dunks. The uh, LA Union, Union. The Union passport dunks, the purple ones. Dave Those bought are them. sick. Yeah, Dave bought them for me for Easter. For Easter, the Easter bunny. Yeah, he brought some shoe drip. Yeah, so Expensive. he bought them for me for Easter. So so you wore the dunks up there. So I wore, Every time we go up, it's late. So it's yeah, kind so of I a late night. I wore the Halloween night. dunks. We stayed up. We cracked some packs. We stayed up until like 3 in the morning. Packs. And then we went to bed, and my brother came up. It's all dark. We literally just yeah, went to we bed. Yeah, we were tired. And he comes upstairs, and he's like, uh, hey, Jay. I'm like, yeah. He goes, uh, I was just checking out your shoes because uh, I hadn't seen them in person yet, and uh, I think these? these are fake. Yep. And I went, what? 
Yeah. And we turned the light on, and he's like, yeah, look at the stitching here and the stitching here. And I was like, motherfucker. As soon as he showed it to me, I knew it because... You know, like I've looked at. Um, yeah, you could tell the stitching because I did. I did a ton of research in order to buy like aftermarket Jordans, yeah. like to flip, like used Jordans or whatever, to yeah. be able to flip them. So I look for them when we go to like the flea market. I look for authentic Jordans. There are fake ones there. So you got to look at like there's this. Kid. And there's some nice ones out there. There's some good fakes out there. There's but this kid. You don't have to go out there. There's this kid. Well, there's this kid that's at. Um, Treasure Isles. That it's at Treasure Isles, and he literally has, like, this little cubby, and it's full of shoes. And I, w- I pulled out, like, probably 10 pairs of shoes, and out of those 10 pairs I pulled out, I know for sure three of them were fake. So when I was looking at oh. them. Oh, I thought you were giving a shout-out. I didn't no, know some fake No, shoes. So if you see them, yeah. make sure yeah, you check your inside. shoes. Yeah. So anyway, and that's what the guy, other <laughs> guy take, said. I'll take those up there. Well, remember the guy yeah. at the fun- at, who I was do. flipping Funkos? He yeah. said, hey, that, like, that kid over there sells some shoes, but you – Make sure you check because I I'm pretty sure some of them are fake. So yeah. when I went over, I started looking through them, and I know for sure some of them are fake. He had a couple pairs of fake Cardinals. Yeah. So anyway, you know you got to check them. So I've looked at fake, so I know about the stitching for you know because they came eBay authenticated. I didn't even like double check them. Why would you? Well, right. Why would I? So, I thought the same thing. That's why I bought them. I'm like, oh okay, eBay's doing authentic shit. We've done StockX. We've done Goat before. Let's try eBay out. Yeah. That's literally all I was thinking. You know. And then we took a big L. So anyway, they're fake. They're definitely fake. Dave yep. buys new ones from Goat. They come. It's they're like fucking night and day. Night and we day. contact eBay and say, "Hey, you sent us fake shoes." We contacted well, well, first, via DM. First, we try to contact the guy, but because the shoes are authenticated, eBay does not allow you to contact the seller yeah. about fake shoes because they authenticated. So them. fuck that shit. You have to go to eBay. So then eBay contacts us, and a girl actually calls my husband at home. Yeah, dude, David I'm home. at home outside, and it says eBay on my phone. And I was like, huh? I've never seen that before. And then when I answer it, it's a it's a girl. And you hear like her kids in the background. Hashtag working from home. I didn't talk to her. You talked to her. Yeah. You took over the story. I thought you were going to tell the rest of the story. Oh, tell yeah, the story. Yeah. And then, yeah. So she just kind of runs the whole gambit of like. <clears throat> so um, eBay goes through. um sneaker con to authenticate their shoes so she tells me that there's nothing ebay can do on their part that we have to contact we have to contact sneaker con to get our money back which i think is bullshit and i said fuck that i'm not doing that this is your opportunity to make it right and we'll go about it another way and if that's you know getting the money back from our credit card whatever because that's not how it works like if you're gonna do an authentication, it's, then you should have people at your business that work for eBay to authenticate the shoes. And then if I got to return them, eBay gives me my money back and not sneaker con. To, to me, I don't care who eBay uses okay. to authenticate the shoes. They It can be in-house. It can be out-of-house. I don't care if they contract with someone. But the thing is, is it's not sneaker con offering me the money back guarantee that these shoes are authentic it's ebay right so if ebay is contacted and says these shoes are fake yeah. then 
eBay, you're the one offering the guarantee. Give me my money and then right. fucking deal with SneakerCon right. or or Bob's shoe authentication yeah. or Steve in the cubicle down the hall. I don't right. give a fuck who authenticated right. them. Give, give me my, me money, my back. money back. Yeah, and also maybe shoes. double check with your vendor yeah. who's authenticating things because can these, you imagine you buy a diamond and then they tell you that it's a diamond and then you find out it's a cubic zirconia and then eBay's just gonna go. Well, that's literally what we were talking about with your sister was all this fake diamond shit where they're like, you know, the dude's like in school and he's like, "Hey, teacher, let me check your diamond," and then it's fake and you see her on the phone with her husband talking about this fucking fake ass diamond. And I'm like, "Yo, I don't know. Like, I bought a diamond from fucking Fago Jewelers." And, uh, you know, they fucked it up. The diamond fell out of it. Like a week later, the diamond was gone. So I took the ring back and said, hey, your fucking diamond fell out of your shit, right? And they just took the ring back and gave us a whole new ring. But that ring was engraved. Like, that was your ring. Right, that was my ring. And that now was your I have ring. A ring. And they that... just said, no, we're going to give you a new ring with new feelings and attachments to it, not these right. original ones. So fuck that place, you know? That's kind of how we're at. Like, yo, get it together, eBay. Give me my money back, you know? Don't make me, you know, go through the other ways of, like, you know, fucking putting it out there on the interwebs to have people see. Like, that's it's only going to hurt your business. What? It really is because that's the last pair of shoes I buy from eBay Authentic, you know? Well, also, this Like, I'll last, go through StockX from now on. The last pair that I buy, yeah. you know, because I bought those Griffies right. for you off of there. Right, you know, and those so, were authentic. Yeah, those like, were authentic. Those are authentic. So we're like, shooting still, fucking fifty percent right now. Yeah, but now. still we got burned. So like, yeah. I'll never buy another pair. You'll right. never buy a pair. My brother for sure will never buy right. another pair. We talk to people and be like, right. "Don't buy shoes from there." Yeah. So, so it's like the worst thing like, that can happen for you is like not to mouth. get it fucking fixed. Really, you know, we're kind of in a world where like you got to fix your problems. You know, like if you drive down Route Fifty, you're not fixing that problem. You know. You're just band-aiding it. Like, fucking pull the whole shit up and repave the entire road. So, like, I don't lose a tire in a couple months. You know what I'm saying? And then I got to fight the city to get my money back. It's like, that's where we're at, dude. But fucking Connor McDavid, dude. Like, if you like LeBron James and you like Kobe Bryant, these are like once-in-a-generation athletes. You know, to bring it back around... Fucking, you should watch it. Hockey's like, going to be uh, on Hockey's going to be on ESPN and it's going to be on TNT. He's like uh, our so like it's so LeBron fast. James is like our kids is Michael Jordan. Right. Right? Cuz Michael Jordan was the greatest of our time. Yeah, and, then, and there's a debate there like, you know, you hear the debates. To me it's just two different generations. What's the debate? Oh, like people debate like who's the better player. Oh, I'm not debating who's the better no, player. No, I know I'm, you're not. I know, I'm talking about no. generation like like uh, Connor McDavid is is our kids is Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, and they're you know the, they're actually he's doing, on path like, to we be used better to watch. than Wayne Gretzky, which is how I feel like sports are going to get anyway. Right, but like we watch Wayne Gretzky, right? Like we right. watch his greatness happen we over time, him. and yeah. this is our kids' opportunity to witness that similar greatness. They'll and never see Wayne Gretzky play. Right, your kids, people who like aren't never thought about hockey, like watch this kid play. He plays for the Edmonton Oilers. He's on a mission to win them a cup. I don't know when the last time they won a cup was. I don't know if it's when Gretzky was part of their squad. It was Gretzky and Messier. But, you know, you and I watched Gretzky. You literally grew up in hockey town, you know, and I was a fan of the Hawks. My dad's a fan of the Blues. So, you know, all we would do is watch hockey in the basement. We'd play hockey. And now because we live here and, like, we literally watch every hockey game that's on TV. 
Okay. Yeah, that's Jade's way of telling me, like, hey, it's a lot of hockey. She'd so rather, I have she'd a rather color on her phone. So we have Red Wings. So she'll we have Red Wings fan in our house. Hockey. We have uh, Red Wings in our house. We have Chicago fan in our house. We have a Toronto fan in our house, and we got a Penguins fan in our house. Yes, yeah, so we got a lot of because fans we here. watch all the teams. So it's not like growing up, but like, you can only get like one team. I'm like, excited about the Reds too. You know, like sports cards kind of brought me into all the things. Like I'm actually out here. I want to dunk this year at 42. I'm going to dunk a basketball in my hoop. You know, and that's I got goals. Like I got ten goals. I know you're thinking of Tom Segura, but I'm not. We literally no, just I'm seen not. Him. I'm not thinking of Tom Segura. That's what I'm thinking of. I hear you go, but I'm excited for the Reds because I'm going to dunk this year. I'm 42, <laughs> and I'm like, Reds are baseball. <laughs> no, I'm saying because I'm a fan of all the sports. It's not just hockey. Right, like now it's baseball season. Hockey's ending, so I'm excited about hockey. You know, I want to see Connor win a cup. Then we got baseball. I want to go to the Reds game. Like I'm into cards, so like there's this Wander Franco dude. There's like all these young kids that you see the rookie cards. So you're like, yo, let's go watch them play the Reds. You know, and then uh, basketball. Yeah, we got the Warriors and the uh, Celtics. They're playing right now. Game seven. Yeah. Game seven. No. No, it's not. No, this is the final. This is the finals. No, it's not because the 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 Heat, the what? Mavericks, and the Heat forced a game seven. They're having a game. You're seven. totally wrong. Okay, I'm going to explain to you what's right. Uh, the Warriors played the Mavericks and beat them, okay. and I think they swept them in four games. And then the Miami Heat are playing the Boston Celtics. Oh, that's right. And last night the Boston Celtics won. Oh, the game seven. Jason was last Jason Tatum night. literally has a pitcher. With him and Kobe, he went to Kobe's camp, and now, like, the stuff that's going viral on him is all these videos of Kobe Bryant and Jason Tatum doing the same moves. Like, literally, his game is, like, uh, in the infant stages of, like, Kobe Bryant. So, that it's like, a, it'll show, like, Kobe doing these offset step-back jumpers, and then it'll show Tatum doing the same thing. It'll show, like, crossovers and stuff. It's pretty cool, you know, and... There's, like, rumors out there that, um, I don't know if I, so this is, um, this is just, like, bro science, but Michael Jordan was um, in town uh, during the same time that Jason Tatum was conceived for a playoff game. So there's, like, this rumor going around on the internet that he is, like, a son of Michael Jordan. Like yeah. Michael Jordan's illegitimate child? <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. That's exactly it right there. I was looking for the word, illegitimate. You're exactly right. Yes. So you can look it up, but <laughs> who knows? So I don't know how good this, this kid is. I, You know, like when Dave got into hockey, I kind of, you know, I wasn't into basketball as much. So, but now that, you know, they're all grown. You know, and I'm trying to get outside more this year and be more um, cardio and get healthier for my heart. You know, I want to play more basketball with all the boys and have people over. So, you know, watching basketball. So I'm kind of getting back into it. So, you know, just hearing that story, it was it was kind of interesting. And then now seeing the videos with like how much Kobe influenced him. You know, because me, I was never really a Kobe fan. You know, I don't know if it's just because he seemed more uh, selfish. But also, like, I wasn't really a Michael Jordan fan, you know. 
But, like, I love LeBron James because he's literally a facilitator. You know what I mean? He, he makes everybody better. But now as his career goes on, you kind of see, like, <clears throat> people don't like playing with him because of, like, whatever else, diva shit or, you know, getting coaches fired or whatever, you know. So Well, because he runs the show. He runs the show. But, you know, that's what goats do. Well, you know? but that's what facilitators do. I'm sure do. Tom Brady is the same way. You know, I'm sure he's pretty got his shit and locked in and then when like the coach belichick says no it's me then he's like all right we'll watch you know what i'm saying so i don't know man it's cool like sports sports have just moved into an area where it's it's every game seems faster and then i feel like um i feel like athletes careers are gonna be shorter you know what i mean like like they're gonna do like 10 years and out and but more money well i feel like it's because they're burned out because studies have shown that kids are becoming more one sport athletes than they ever have in the past you're right so it's like kids literally play baseball year round or basketball year round like look at dade you know when he was playing basketball he would be playing you know he'd play uh, and all that he'd be playing you know a a ball for the school in the yeah. in the winter, and then he'd be playing AAU in the summer and the fall, and then he'd be go did those camps and shit at LaSalle. Yeah, he did the stuff, camps yeah. and stuff, and he was yeah. literally, you know, he's playing basketball almost year round, and then right. once he switched to hockey, you know, he had hockey, you know, then from like October and then camps and yeah, yeah, he had he had hockey from like October to essentially April, like oh, and r- regular hockey, and then he had then he had roller hockey, he had camps, and then he had fall pods. Well, he did lacrosse too. Did he do hockey and lacrosse the same? No. Yeah, they yeah they crossed over. That was just one year, right? Yeah, because no, COVID right. happened. Yeah, no, I thought I thought he played because then there was no you're right because there it was, was Marshall, Eric, and Dade. Yeah, they his tenth grade played. year, and yeah. then when he went to eleventh grade, yeah, they COVID happened, so yep. they didn't have any lacrosse. And then his right. senior year, because he didn't play, because he had played his first two years at LaSalle, and then he didn't play the junior yeah. year at Oak Hills, and he lost a year, and he. Yeah. Wasn't going to play his senior year at Oak Hills, so right. he just didn't play lacrosse yeah. that last year. Right. But he was playing hockey. Yeah. Yeah. His hockey season ended at, like, you know, end of March. Yeah, plus, so. like, you know, information. Like, the access to information for these kids, you know? They grew up with, like... Well, we were literally just talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Like, seeing the um the people putting the, uh, the, ver- the VR goggles on and be doing you know hockey drills yeah they're doing can, hockey drills like goalie drills in their, yeah. in their living room right. and they don't have a stick or anything they just have their hands and they're yeah, moving their hands touching pucks and hitting dots and shit and, and you like, know, like baseball they have the but, baseball but where you can actually have a bat in your hand and you're using vr and you're actually hitting a ball like you don't have to go to the batting cages no more you can literally sit in your basement right and i know but i'm saying like that night. those are kind of like yeah. mental and physical exercises to to get that brain, you know to yeah, get your brain. muscle memory down yeah. that most people didn't have access to so now right. if your mom and dad can afford to to buy a 200 dollars vr set for yeah. the family right. you know you could get that as a christmas gift yeah. you know and that would be you know you could essentially get training that your parents yeah. would be paying you know hundreds or even thousands of dollars for I still haven't fired up my vr like for long term it's it's kind of scary it's like intimidating when you get into that world honestly like when i first stepped into it that whole thing was like holy shit it's like a different world you know what i mean <laughs> like well that's the point it's i know it's reality. the point but it's just it's kind of intimidating when you put it on because you're like you just see like 
like to to be honest when i put that on like it was like a commercial in my head of like everything just going real fast through my brain of like where this potentially can go you know what i mean as far as like machines interacting with machines and like mechs and all kinds of just holy shit you know what i mean Elect, electric cars putting vr on to drive your car put in vr to drive your car who knows who knows? I don't know. I don't yeah. know about that. Well, I, like, I put on you, VR glasses and drive my car around the city. No, because like, you're not like, driving your car no more. You know, it's going to get to a point where we're not driving. We're just sitting in a pod going wherever we got to go, and we just put your VR on, and you're whatever, doing work. Right. That's what I see. I'm, yeah. What? I don't, I guess, I, I wasn't following when you are saying put your VR glasses on and then drive to work, and I'm like. Yeah, like I. Like but now that you're saying sit in the back and do automation. work while someone else automation. is driving, like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like automation. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it's like it's like that. It's like a whole new world, you know? Well, that's the that's the whole point be- whole behind some of the world. things to, you know, where, where the more we utilize automation and mechanization, you know, is where you come for a, like, a standard income for everyone. Whoa. Want to go into that? think we should have standard incomes do i think that how do you balance that out for people who are like sick and can't put any effort that other people put in what do you mean did they put any effort in before i don't know what yeah right yeah like i don't know what you're what you just you brought it up? What do you, expand no, on I don't, your thought? What, no, you brought it up. That's why I was trying to understand what you were saying. I brought what up? You literally said so. How do you even that out for people who don't contribute as much as other people? Well, like, no, you brought in the income thing. That's what I said. Expand on the income, like universal income. Is that where you were going into? Were you talking about yeah? Basic and I said universal yeah, income? and I said everybody should that's have it. Said, and then you said, you, well, but then you, that's why I thought, you, like, how do you balance that out? Well, for, and then like, I was effort, asking you a question. People put in, or yeah, but what what is a working? But what is a work effort for you? Like, I, I what know. do you mean? Do like, you feel like people at your work don't work as hard as you do? Do I think? It doesn't even matter if it's internal. It's a standard basic income it's not going to look at people within p and g to see who works harder it's saying everybody gets 25 grand when you were saying well what about the people who doesn't contribute what do you mean it's from the taxes paid by companies that that use a shit ton of automated automation and mechanization for instance ford has an assembly line right they have a thousand workers on the line they replace a thousand workers with 10 robots so and then they're how much those, money did they just save right but how much money are you paying those employees now you're saying they're you're not paying a- those employees you let them all go you have 10 robots that do the work of a thousand people now uh, right so now you a thousand people are without a job where do those people go for jobs yeah, it's the robots right but over. it's the it's the money that's put in by the by us the taxpayers that develop that machinery and get those patents and give grants to companies to to be able to make that kind of machinery right like look at how much money um spacex gets in government money that's tax money that we're paying right right so if all of a sudden he's getting 50 million dollars a year in in tax taxpayer funded grants to develop his technology and then he lets a thousand people go is that okay? It was our money that developed that, and then he took the money. He made he took 
none of his own money for the advancement of his product. He used all government grants that are taxpayer funded, and then he laid off a thousand taxpayers. Hmm. Like, how is that beneficial to us? And then he has the patent. It makes no sense. So when you have a standard income, how much greater would our community be? Because someone who is really an artist doesn't have to hump mail every day to pay their bills because they know that every year they get paid $50,000. Maybe that's not enough to live. I the think l- people are, I think people will get scared for that movement because then you're under control of somebody else, right? Because then they're controlling your income, your food. Wait, all, who's right? controlling it? It's my money. They're just giving me my money. Yeah, but they're yeah, but that's the, yeah, but they're giving it to you. You know, they're, they're just, not. It's my like, money. It's like me. the bank. I go to the bank and I take out my money. It's my money. Yeah. It's money that I earned. Right. The money that I pay. I, I in, agree with all that. I'm not in disagreement. I think that that's I, the problem is that people are tied into jobs that they fucking hate and they can't follow the dreams the and have the freedom to do the things they'd this like is, to do. This is the problem. And then when you get tied in and have all your time in that it makes it harder to leave that because now you're you have to put in the rest of your time so if you're working an eight hour day then you got to go to bed whatever you got four hours after you get off work to the time you go to bed that's the effort you put in to do whatever responsibilities you have and your second job or whatever it is that you're that you find fun in you know and and i think that's where like you know do what's fun and then hopefully that makes you money kind of thing, you know, and, you know, but I think people get into like, you do things for the money, like you chase the dream because you're chasing it for the money instead of just doing it for the love of it, right? Like this podcast is fun to me. I do it for the love. I don't do it for ads, for money, for nothing. If it ever, you know, if it did awesome, but right now it's just fun to talk to you. But here's the we, thing though, know, in, but th- that's also, the, that's uh-huh. the wrong way to look at it too, because what? the thing is, is that. Like, you not everything you do you're gonna love. Like I love my kids. No, I, I fucking that. hate doing uh, their laundry. I get that. I get that. But the thing is, is when people say do stuff you love, it. No, it's not that. But you're not understand. I'm saying if I, you I had the freedom, if people weren't locked in to making money and doing this, and you have to, you know what I mean? Like all that. Like you get. I don't know. It's yeah. It's whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Oh, if. Yeah, how, it's but just like, what I'm saying is, how much greater would our community be if people could could attempt to do the things that they love because they know that, that they, they have that, an income that they make in. fifty grand yes. a year now, and they is, have is shelter, it, and they have health. Is it possible that the 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 standard basic income isn't the lifestyle they want to live? Sure, and they can go and get a job. And make extra money on top. Make an of what extra they money make. on so top you make of their 50, standard. You income. want to live a better lifestyle and have a boat and have a beach house? Then good. You work a job where you make another hundred and fifty thousand. This so is the this is why right. this is why standard income will never happen. Uh-huh. Oh. Because, um, basically the basically the capital market has basically told you that money that you don't earn yourself doesn't help you. Uh right like basically if someone gives you money it just makes you lazy but the thing is is that like if i've heard the question asked would you rather someone give you 10 million dollars or earn 10 million dollars right and people say earn 10 million dollars why 
if you got to earn $10 million and it takes you 30 years to earn that $10 million to be able to do the things that you want to do with that $10 million, why would you burn up 20 or 30 years of your life earning that money when I say to you, Dave, I'll give you $10 million and tomorrow you can start that school for kids who don't have ADHD mm. or who have ADHD. You can start that art school. Mm. You can make that sculpture you always wanted to make, right? right? That you're yeah. selling, that uh -huh. you can do your own business startup you always wanted right. to do. Yeah. Because in the end, who cares where that $10 million came from? What it is is about how what you did with it in the end. Like- Right. You know, does it matter? You know, like everybody will talk about Jeff Bezos, right? Like, oh, he's a, he's a self-made millionaire. Well, but, or billionaire, but he's not really because he was going bankrupt and his parents bailed him out, uh, right? So it's like he was going to go. It wasn't until someone gave him money and said, I have belief in you, that he was able to turn it around and keep going forward, right? So well, it's I like. Think that's that's like how you get business loans, right? You go, you have to have a business plan. You're going, you're talking in front of a bunch of investors, you're dropping them your idea, and then they invest in your idea. Right. That's does it does it does thing. it matter that someone invested ten million dollars into you to get your no, business off doesn't. the ground? Or it's if you earn the ten million dollars? That you have Right. But it. people say if someone gives me fifty grand, I won't do what I could have done. Well, then you really didn't have that big of a plan. Right? Like you didn't want to do something great. Yeah. If 50 grand stops you from doing whatever it was you wanted to achieve. Yeah. Getting 50 grand a year just means, you know, you're not going to starve to death. But maybe yeah. you would if you blow all that money. But right. that's the money that you get. And you know every year you're going to get 50 grand. And maybe you get it and you pay ahead your rent for the next year or whatever. Yeah. And then you earn the money to live every day on. It's like, yeah. who knows? Right. But I'm just saying, like, when we continue to dump tax money into these companies to develop drugs and develop, you know, robots and develop spaceships and whatever else, and then they get the patents and then they charge us a kajillion dollars for for the shit that we already paid for, like, we just let it keep going. And that's why, you know, you can't get an EpiPen. Like, I'm supposed to have an EpiPen, but they go bad after two years and I'm not going to spend $500 for two EpiPens. Right. It doesn't make sense. Right. It just... It, Money-wise, it doesn't make sense because all I got to do is be extra careful to make sure I don't ingest the thing that I'm super allergic to that I need to use an EpiPen for. Uh -huh. You know, it's like, but that's something that was developed off taxpayer money, right. you know, and then they have the patent for it. Right. It makes zero sense. Like if it's, if any government funded money is used in the development of your thing, it's either you got to pay the money back that you got in grants to keep the patent or the government owns your patent. It's yes. like fucking Thomas Edison did the same thing. All right. his people that developed shit was under Thomas Edison. That's it. It's his shit. Yeah. Your brother just sent me a text about a couple hats. 50-50 uh, fitted hats. Yeah. That's where we want to go, dude. Let's get it. Rip strips and kicks and hats and lids and flips and podcasts and video games. Now I'm saying and longboarding. I've been longboarding. That's pretty fun. I actually used that other longboard today and I figured it out. So I'm pretty excited. Now I have two longboards so you can go longboarding with me. No, thank you. Okay. Find somebody else that'll go longboarding with me. Then. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. Cool. The last thing I need to do is fall at 41, break no, my hip or my get, arm or something. You got to get in shape. You got to be ready and agile, dude. <sighs> what if the wolves come? Huh? I'll shoot them with my handgun. Oh. That'll be in your fanny pack. No, you won't because you're not getting it out. I'm getting it out. Oh, my God. 
That's why we got to get that AR. Here's me. You got to carry a gun, but you're not allowed to touch it. What? Only me. We're going to get your own gun. Or Only you'll have me. that gun and I'll get me a forty-five. Only I want a bigger gun. It. Is that how I say Because I'm a man. Oh, is that right? And I'll Here we go. I Here's touch my... the gun. Here we go. I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm a woman, and I only know how to wash dishes and stick my boobs out, and oh, hopefully oh. a man will take care of me. Let go? Ooh. Do you get it out? You You're the like one you, who started. You I'm like a woman. Go ahead. Let's no, uh, not at all. <laughs> Let's hear No, I'm just making fun because you're like, you won't touch it. Well, oh, okay. I won't touch you're gonna it. You're going to take it out of my fanny pack if wolves are coming? Yeah. Yeah, because no, maybe you have... won't be in the house. Maybe you won't even oh, be here. in there now. Dave. Dun, dun, dun. Where is it? Danny, I was talking to my buddy, and he's got guns all over. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, Who fucking no, cares? No, I'm just saying. Like he said, Whoop-de-doo. he's got them all over his Guess house. Guess what? We got a what? gun in our house. And know what happens? Uh, our nieces and nephews come over, and we lock the bedroom door, and then I can't get into my room. Know why? Because I'm too short to reach the key to get back in my room. It's great. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about having a gun. So cool. I, I can't even get can't in my reach. room. I'm like staring Short at the door, queen. like, I would like to get my clothes. <laughs> There's a real but I can't. Dude. Because Holy I shit, have to bring a-, a kitchen chair up here so I can reach the key. That's funny. So I can get in my bedroom. We'll give you a key. We'll put it on a little shelf. And maybe we could just like put a little nail right next to the door and hang the key because the kids won't be able to reach it up at that height, but I can. That would be nice. That's a good idea. Yeah, that That's would funny. be nice for no me. idea. <laughs> Because I'm like, hmm, I would like to go in my room, but I can't. I thought you could reach it. I can't. You I can't cannot. reach any of them on top of any other doors? No. Never? No, even the thing to the bathroom that we use to pop the bathroom door, I would have How'd to keep get? jumping and like slide it off with my hand. Oh, and then I, I just know. started keeping it in my jewelry box. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I can't reach the tops of the doors. Holy shit. I'm five foot two, bro. Huh? I'm yeah. five foot two, bro. Yeah, I'm not. Big tall guy. Yeah. Skateboarding around. You're like, this is eye level for me. I'm Dave. Yeah. I'm giant. Yeah, get out. Let's play some basketball. So it's Memorial Day weekend. Talking to your mic. Huh? Oh, you can't hear me? Mm Mm-mm. Sorry. Just uh, chilling. I'm thinking about taking a break here to go get a refill on some drinks. Sounds good. All right. Are you going to talk? You want me to pause it? Pause it. All right. Scene one, Apple, take one. Dude, we're back. Just had to go get a refresh. They've got got himself so, some snackies. Right now, New York Rangers are up four uh, two over Carolina. This is uh, Game Six, so I want the Rangers to win. I'd like to see the Rangers playing uh, the Oilers. Lightning. Oh, I thought you were talking about for Stanley Cup. Oh, that's frozen. Yeah. No, so uh, so we got some pretzels here. We're eating some snacks. Um, so the Lightning are on. So the Lightning will play the winner of this series, which is hopefully New York. And then we got Edmonton is playing 
fuck. Who's Edmonton playing? <laughs> oh, Colorado. So it's Colorado, Edmonton. Hopefully the Rangers and uh, the Lightning. And I'm hoping to be a Rangers. Um, ooh, Rangers, Edmonton would be pretty good. But I don't know. Both Sorry. places Messier played. So, Messier. yeah. So the Rangers have this Shesterkin kid. Igor Shesterkin, he's a young goalie. And the other night, he uh, he literally put the team on his back. I think the shots were like 60 to 20 at the end of the game. And they won. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's like the X Factor. And then Tampa Bay has uh, Andre Vasilevsky, who's, he's like six foot, six foot eight, almost 200 and something pounds, like a big dude. Everybody mm -hmm. describes him as like this big guy. And he's uh, literally, Tampa Bay has won back-to-back -back Stanley Cups. So they're trying to go for three in a row, which I don't think's happened since the Islanders back in the 70s. They won three Stanley Cups in a row. So I don't know. So there's history that could possibly be made this year, which I'm excited about, right? You got Tampa Bay could win three in a row. Patty Maroon, who plays for Tampa Bay, he could win four in a row. Because Patty Maroon played for the St. Louis Blues when they won three years ago. And then he just won the two Stanley Cups with Tampa Bay. So, and if he wins this one, then he's like what they say is like the X factor right now for winning Stanley Cups. He's the big rig, Patty Maroon. He's like the X factor. He's, he's a fighter, big dude. So, there's a lot going on in the hockey world mm -hmm. to end this series, to end this year, I guess, you know. Um. We'll see. I don't know. I want Connor to win. I like Connor. I think like watching him play reminds me of, like some of the kids I've coached, like Brant. Little Brant was just real fast. You know, he'll be happy to hear his name on here. <laughs> um, you know, he was just a good skater. He's really little. I remember taking him out to play with the Bubs one time, the Covington Street Hockey League dudes, and it was like kind of the introduction of Brant. You know, kids got diabetes. He's young, you know, he played on Dade's hockey team, little skinny kid, you know, and uh, just really good, phenomenal player. And uh, I remember taking him out there, and they're like, where's this kid from? I'm like, ah, oh, I coached him, you know. <laughs> and then uh, the head coach for Northern Kentucky was playing that day and ended up kind of like sniping him. The Norse. Yeah, for the Northern Kentucky Norse. He was playing because he plays with the bubs and stuff. They ran out the rink. They all, you know, it's community, I think. You know, mm -hmm. that's kind of like the Kentucky community. We have our little Cincinnati community here with ice hockey. You know, there's kind of like a little rivalry there. It's weird. You feel I just it. imagine his family sitting in that fucking icy rink. Who? Brant's family watching Brant play for the Norse. Oh, yeah, because that, that rink is the coldest rink yeah. I've ever been in. And then it's a wood. It's wood, so it gets, like, icy because the yeah. wood condensates, and then it's super slick, and you almost die every time you're trying to come down the stairs. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. You're right. And then because it's wood, it's like, the, it's like the wood is always wet. Yeah. So you got to bring a blanket. But it's so like it's sure a cool rink because it's just got that feel, though. You know, it's just got that feel of like uh, been here a while. Yeah. Kind of overrun, right? 
it, it kind of got too much for us to handle is basically what ranks like that say. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, man, you know, we just didn't have a big enough family to take care of this place. Right, yeah. It's kind of how I look at that. But, uh, you know, I, I cherish places like that. I think those are the things you want to support, especially with COVID. You know, we kind of lived a life of, like, helping out, you know, smaller people and uh, smaller businesses, you know, doing a lot of catering and whatnot. Not catering, but, like, uh, you know, going out to eat at, like, local restaurants and not chains and stuff. Know, but yeah like ordering out from them yeah yeah brant man he's really good and like you know you see like those kids you know and it's like i think about like trevor zegris and uh kirill kaprizov and all these like little young um like cole cole mccarr is a defenseman for um the avalanche and he's like really good and like you know these kids see these kids and model their game after them you know so like right, you're like literally like Right, that's what I was getting to, like Trevor Zegras doing the Michigan goal, you know, now. Um, well, no, no, Trevor Zegras did, he 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 did a sauce over the net and the dude top, tapped it in midair. But he's also done the, the Michigan goal, which is like he's seen the kid from Michigan do the Michigan goal and practiced it. And then he did it in an NHL game. And you're like, holy shit, this changes the whole game. Right. Because... You know, these kids transition from hockey and play lacrosse. Those two sports kind of go hand in hand. So that's kind of why they wanted to take away the Michigan goal and call it the lacrosse goal, whatnot, which, you know, everybody fought against that. You know, it's the Michigan goal. That's what we know it as. It'll always be that. But, you know, when you're two years old, back in the day, you're only learning what your coach is teaching you, you know, basically. But now you have a phone. So you can literally look and watch videos and, and do and model the same things kind of back with, with well, like Dave with the can, video games. But you can you also know? see other players, right? Like when I was growing up, uh-huh. we didn't get to like right, you're hockey right. wasn't I, on yes. TV. So I was so only watching, went, yeah. we were always watching the Red Wings, you know, like because the Red Wings, what was on TV. And then on the radio, we listened to the Red Wings games. Mm-hmm. The only other games we got was like Channel 9 when they do Hockey Night in Canada. Right. So we'd only be seeing like Canada teams. Like it wasn't where I can turn the TV on and I can see, you know, Tampa Bay playing Florida Panthers, you know, it just That's didn't cool work that you guys that way. got to see Hockey Night in Canada, though. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Cause well, because we didn't have cable, so, so, a lot of Don so Cherry. we got Channel 9. Oh, yeah, we'd always watch Don Cherry. Like, I thought he was the only announcers I knew, so, like, that was the thing, was that, like, I didn't know... I didn't understand, like, every city has their own announcers. So, like, mm-hmm. I thought ho- the hockey announcers were Mickey Redman and Dave Strader and uh, then Don Cherry right. in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I thought. Right. You know, because the games I was watching for the Red Wings, Mickey well, Redman and Don. And, well, Don Cherry is, like, Canada. So I know he was, but that's what I'm saying. Those were the only three announcers I seen. So, like, I, that's who I thought. Red Wings games? Mickey Redman and, and Dave Strader were, oh, were the Red, Red Wing guys. Wings and Don Cherry. Did I Hockey thought Don Night Cherry in had somebody else. No, he was by himself. No, he had someone else. I just don't remember who it was. Did he you ever know? like show the Rock'em Sock'em hockey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock'em Sock'em on hockey. On TV, like between games and shit? Yeah, and he would have like his intermission thing where he'd just be ranting about nothing. And then, you know, he'd be on the games or whatever. So, you know, like I thought he it was just, the guy, you know, like, so I didn't understand like if you went to chicago there was different people like i just right, right, right. because i wasn't yeah. watching chicago games from chicago so right. the only announcers i knew 
and that's Boy, how I grew up. You know, when we listened to the radio, it was WLWT, yep. you know, and it was it was AM radio, and we'd listen to the hockey game on there, and yeah. it would be the same guys. Like, they right. just had the same thing. So it wasn't like it was radio station guys talking. It was still Mickey Redmond and that's Dave cool. Schrader. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that, never, that's uh, who I knew, so I didn't. We only had, like, you know, we had, like, ESPN. Yeah, like ESPN National Hockey Night. That's all we watched, you know, down here. It'd be like um, every Tuesday. Well, every Tuesday it was on TV. So, like, you know, when I was younger, hockey was pretty common. But then, you know, their contract ended and it went away, you know. So you didn't really – you have to, like, search for it for a while there. You know, you really had to, like, dig in to find you a hockey game. You know, but now it seems well, like Well, probably for you, though, it probably was because you didn't have a hockey team here. No, that's what I'm saying. We only you know, had a Cyclones. So, like, it makes so, sense. Like, you know, like, Detroit had Detroit. So, like, if, you know, I'm yeah. sure if we lived in Cincinnati, we would you talk about, like, going things. to practices and shit for, you know, the Red Wings, like, that's kind of how, like, the Cyclones were for us. Like, right. I didn't go to practices, but, like, we were heavily involved with the Concrete Clones, you know, and that was their summer uh, reach-out street hockey program, you know, and, like, me growing up, I didn't play ice hockey. I started with roller hockey and street hockey. So, you know, like those are where we would go. We'd spend most of our time going to like the concrete clones and doing all that, meeting the players through that. And then, you know, then when hockey season started and the clones started playing, we would go, like my parents would take, my dad would take me or they would drop us off. My mom used to, she would drop us off or like I would go with Don and his cousin. We would drive up there and we would go and, and go to the Cyclones games they play at the gardens. And, like, we got to the point, like, the Zamboni drivers knew us, so they would let us in the back door, and we didn't really have to pay for tickets. Like, we would literally, his cousin would park back where the Zambonis were, and we would just walk right in, and then we would kind of go into the ice, you know, and, and a couple of the guys, and, you know, then after the game, they would let us go down to, like, the locker room and get stuff down there. So, like, you know, you're around those players, you know, and they're, like, minor league, so I didn't really know. You know, like, I'd never been to an NHL game, so I always wanted to go to one. But, like, we always went to Cyclones games. So, like, to me, those were fun. You know what I mean? Right. And then um, I remember one time there was this uh, this Russian player that had come um, and signed a one-day contract with the Cyclones. And it was, like, it was a game we were at, and there was, like, this big, like, talk. You know, I remember being around, and then, like, I remember me and Don – and uh, it was just me and Don. We were, like, walking down this hallway, and there he was. And he was, like, this big, tall, like, Russian dude. And he had, like, security around him. He had, like, three security guards. And I didn't know who he was, but I had a hockey roll tape with me. And I was like, hey, will you sign this? And he was like, yeah. And he, well, he didn't say yeah, but he was just like, he signed it and then walked on. I have no idea who he is. And then, like, the other day, I was literally thinking about, it, like, I should get it out and, like, scan that name and find out about this guy. Because, like, I've heard on uh, Spit and Chicklets, they talk about this Volchkinkov, Alexander Volchikov, something like that. And that's who, I think that's who it is. But, you know, just you think about those things, like, oh, man, like, what's that like? Mm-hmm. You know, he's got security, and this is the this is the guy. But then he didn't even play that night. So I was so bummed. Like, he came in, and then I guess he couldn't play or whatever. Who knows, you know? Now you hear those stories being older, but, you know, when you're 12 and 13, you don't right. know why he's not playing. You're just like, oh, that sucks. I got his autograph, but now he's not playing, so I don't get to see him, you know? So that's cool. But, yeah, we didn't, you know, we never have an NHL team, so, you know, we just kind of lived through the clones, 
you know, you get to meet those players and um, kids that I grew up with. There was this one kid um, I met through Jerry Goble, who lived out in Hidden Valley. I told you about. He played on our Jedi's street hockey team. His friend's name was Gabe, and the kid like loved hockey fights. Like he was like your hockey fight nerd, basically. And he would VHS record every hockey fight. And he knew the players, and he had them all cataloged by the players. It was the craziest shit ever. Like, I don't even remember the dude. I wish I knew who he was. I should reach out to Jerry and just be like, do you still talk to that kid, Gabe? You know? It was just, you know, everybody had their different thing. It was just funny to meet Are you guys Facebook friends? I don't even know his last name. No. Like, I'm friends with Jerry. That's what I'm saying. Are you friends with Jerry? Oh, yeah. Go to Jerry's page yeah. and then look at his friends and see if he's friends with a Gabe. Well. And see if it's the same guy. I literally haven't thought about that until. Just now. This podcast and like I never knew his name until just now. So like now I, I want to, but we're podcasting. But yeah, I will after because I, I forgot his name. But now it's like, oh, yeah, it's Gabe because we ran into Jerry um, down when me and dad went down to the um, the. uh the parade down to the opening day parade. Jerry was down there, you know, and, um, you know, he's been through a lot. He lost his mom and dad and, and his brother, you know, so he don't have any family left, which is, you know, you know, I'm fortunate to not know what that's like, but, you know, I used to play video games with his brother, you know, his younger brother and we'd play laser tag and shit. So, you know, Jerry's a good dude. Yeah. All those guys are good dudes. I miss all those Jedi dudes. I wish I could link with a lot of them, but a lot of them, I don't know, man. You know, people grow up and they get weird or they just, you know, whatever. Like um, the one dude, I really loved him because he literally drove me everywhere. You know, his name was Mike Lamping and uh, his sister, Michelle Lamping, played hockey with us, which was cool, you know, because like, you know, you look at Jeff Robinson and his daughter being in the sport um, and... uh you know, like MMA fighters and now M women's MMA and like the rise of women basically is where we're at. Like we're seeing like, yo, women are dope too. You know what I'm saying? Big picture. That's how I feel. You know, but I grew up around that because Michelle was like literally one of us. You know, when you say she's one of the boys, she's one of the boys, you know, she'd chirp us and play hockey and go hard. And, you know, now she works down, uh, she lives down in Florida and she's a marine biologist, you know, and I, I've reached out to her like, hey, what's Mike up to, you know, and he's very private, you know, but you know, he used to drive me around everywhere to all, like, we would go play street hockey on top of Toys R Us park lot till like, 3 in the morning. And uh, he'd come pick me up and be, he'd have the hockey goals on top of his car, you know, and I'd get in the passenger seat and he'd be driving with one hand holding the hockey goals with his other hand and I'd be on the other side holding it. And we'd drive, you know, half an hour from Delhi to Toys R Us to play street hockey all night. So, you know, you think about all those dudes when you get, when you get older and you're like, hey, man, you guys still playing? Let's get the squad back together. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just checking it out. like Yeah. Just days. Airborne, all that stuff, you know? Like that old movie, Airborne. You think about all that nostalgia. You know? I was a big roller hockey guy. Ice hockey didn't really... Honestly, ice hockey didn't really come into my life till like, dating him. You know? Yeah. Because I, I bought those ice hockey skates, and I remember, like... I remember transitioning from goalie from street hockey to ice hockey and getting those skates and like being frustrated because I was like sucked at ice. So I would like go 
on my every Thursday I was off work, I would go up to Northland. They had like an open skate and like all the um all the G E guys that work right there. Um, they would come over and play like open ice hockey during their lunch break for like two hours. You know, so I would go up there and get my goalie gear on and just like play like shit until I got better at, you know, my edges and controlling my edge work. You know, it's kind of fun. There was a couple times where I played like with some Cyclones players like um, Mark LaBelle. Um, there was a kid. I remember this one kid. He played like AAA. He was talking. He was trying to go to college. He was a stud. And I remember he would come out. I played with him like three times, three Thursdays. He would come out. And he'd have a like one of those Home Depot buckets, and it'd be full of pucks, and he would just dump them. He'd go, I'm going to work on glove shots right here. And he would shoot 60 pucks on my glove side. You know, and he'd be like, let's do this. And, you know, he, like, it was cool because, like, you know, young kid, and he just wanted to run the drills that was going to make him better. And I'm like, all right, I'll be your – I'll be your attendee for today. Well, those are the drills, too, that would make you better. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Well, it's just cool because, you know, I'm watching him do work. I'm trying to get my reps in and get better so I can play ice hockey. And, you know, he's trying to make a team, you know, and goalies are hard to come by these days. So yeah. anytime you got a goalie at open skate time, you're like, yes, let's do it. So wish I knew that guy, you know, Instagram and social media wasn't a thing then, you know, so, you know. It's all those people you think about now, like, wonder what that dude's doing. Wonder if he's playing or where he's at. Maybe he's in Finland playing hockey. Who knows, you know? Be like, yo, bud, send me a couple of tickets. We'll come out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cool. Or maybe he's at GE making airplanes. Who knows? True. Yeah. It's cool. But hockey season's almost over, so watch some of these Stanley Cups. You know, a lot of my friends that don't watch hockey, they say, I only watch hockey when the cup, when the, uh, playoffs start because it's literally like a different game you know yeah you know you guys mm -hmm. want a lot of cups mm -hmm. you literally were in a city that won cups especially 97 98 mm -hmm. well yeah you, you and i were down here when they won an 07 08 right we were poor then if we had more money well we had kids too yeah yeah that's cool. when we... It'd be cool to see them win again. I think they are, too, honestly. And if they do, we're for fucking sure going to be at some of those games and at that parade. You know, Steve Eiserman's going to get them going. They got that Maurice Souter. His name's Maurice. Maurice Souter. No. Cider. Maurice Cider. He's a defenseman. He's, like, blowing kids up. They're like, this is the Chris Pronger. You know, and that's the thing, dude. Steve Eiserman, he's Detroit, correct? Would that be Mr. Detroit or is that Gordie Howe? Well, Gordy Howe would be, but like Steve Eiserman was drafted, right there. And played so his whole career. He's not going to let that city down, right? You feel like he would? That's what I'm saying. Like what? that team's no. going to be good. He wants to bring him a cup. Well, look what There's he did in Tampa Bay. That's what I'm saying. He, try, he does his best wherever he goes. I don't right. think it dependent upon the city. No, that's what I'm saying. So they're going to be there within a few years. Like, I'd probably put money on them next year, honestly. With what they got coming in, I want to. I'd like to see what those odds are at the beginning of the season. You know, that's when people put like, "Oh, I put ten bucks because Detroit was uh, ninety-eight to one odds or some shit." Yeah. You know, you're like, ah, I throw ten bucks on it, and then boom. You know, he's gonna have them. They're gonna be yeah. The games just got younger. I think all games. You know, we gotta go to a Cincy FC game too. It's just changed, just faster. Fastest game on earth. You're right. It is faster. 
high school hockey is pretty fast, wasn't it? Yeah. Some of those games, man, some of those kids come in, you're like, holy shit. But there were some games, man, that, you know, when you look at our team and some of those teams we played against, you know, we kept up with them. And we did, definitely did not have the skill to keep up with some of those teams, and we did, which was cool to see, you know. It's cool to see, like, yo, you know, kind of gives you those um, – those throwback feels of like, you know, the underdog story or like those, uh, trying to think of a sports movie where like bad news bears type things, but not really like, you know, we, we kind of seen the whole gambit of high school hockey with like, you know, just getting a team started and having a really good team and winning some championships and then kind of rebuilding, you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing though, with, with travel hockey, you know, because we're like a club team. So yeah, players can come and go as they want. Like when you have a, where the kids can only play for their high school team or not play, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, who's going to play. Like I knew who was going to be on my volleyball team the next year because, you know, but the whole game has changed. Like, you know, girls play travel hockey instead of playing high school softball, you know, I know. What are you talking about? You're talking about talking about like back in the day, it was like, you played AAU in the off season, right? Like you yeah. played AAU basketball in the summer, you know, like or in the fall. You didn't play it during winter. Like there's winter AAU teams now, you know. So it's like oh, they're yeah. like, I'm not going to play for my high school team. I'm going to go play for this AAU team because yeah. I'm going to get more showcase time for yeah. colleges than I will at my rinky dink high school in the middle of nowhere. True, you know. So it's yeah. like they're playing AAU ball. That's you know? Have you seen uh, AJ? <laughs> Yeah, well, he's them. but he yeah. played for his high school too. But I'm yeah, just but saying, like when I was in high school, like in you Indy knew right who now. was going to be on your volleyball team the next year because yeah. you knew who was going to be like when you're a freshman. Like if you only played freshman, you knew this is the freshman girls that be on my team. Like none of these other girls are going to be on my team because they're older. Right. So these girls are either going to be on my team, they're going to be cut, right? And then like you just don't know, you know, like if you're a junior. And you're maybe not that good. You might play another year of JV or you're going to go to varsity, you know, like, but juniors and seniors play varsity unless you're really good. Then you play as a freshman, sophomore, you know, all four years, whatever, you know, but you knew like as a senior, you were playing varsity or you weren't playing. Like there was no seniors that play JV, Yeah. you know, but now it's like, if you have someone on your team, that's really good. They're probably going to play U ball. What do you mean? Instead of playing high school? Yeah, <clears throat> they'd ra- they'd be on a travel team, play AAU ball. If it's still during the same time, then y- then they would play during high school. Like, uh, that's I don't what think those. They, I don't think they do that. Uh, I think I think kids generally want to play with their high school friends. You know, I don't think kids are. I mean, I they, think there's kids who've been playing AAU ball for so long that they'd rather go play with those girls and win championships than play for their shitty ass high school team. Yeah. I don't know. I I see it, so we can agree to disagree. We do that a lot this year. Agree to disagree, dude. It's cool, man. That's how you got to keep it moving. We seen keep so many kids leave the. We, we seen so many kids leave the LaSalle team to go to other teams, like even Brant, who you're talking about, he did it. No, I get that. I get that. But you're talking about just going from team to team. You're talking about high, high school hockey is a lot different than playing basketball for Oak Hills High School, right? Like, 
Like, if I had a chance like to play, like hold on. If I had a too. chance to play, if if I tried out for my high school basketball team and I made it as a freshman, I'm going to play for my high school basketball team in front of my whole school and all my peers instead of going and playing for an AAU team somewhere else. Like, there's no way. That's not happening right now. These kids are playing for their high school team. They're around their peers. A gym full of all your peers that you're going to high school with? Facts. They're going to be in there instead of, You're like, telling me if Dade played for an AAU team that was regularly going to tournaments that, Lebr- that LeBron James was at with his son, you're telling those me that— Those tournaments aren't that- happening while high school basketball is happening. Those tournaments happen after high school ball is happening. LeBron, Saint, Le- LeBron James' son played for Sierra— that's their. That's his high school. He didn't play Dave. for an AAU team while his high school was playing for other. Dade played for AAU during during the winter while his high school team was. That's playing. because he didn't make his high school team. Right. So but for if he you made to, his high school team, you he would have me, not played. For you to tell me that there's no what? AAU going on and those tournaments are. I didn't happening. say there wasn't any. I just Dave, said kids. You told me kids happening. would what rather play AAU than their high school, and I said you're wrong on that. That's what I said. So we'll agree to disagree on that. Yep. Because if Dade would have made his high school basketball team, there's no way he would have played for the Shining Stars like he did. He just didn't have a choice because he didn't make his high school basketball team. He didn't try out for it. Right, he didn't. But that's the point I'm making. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Four to two. What's up? Four to two? That's yeah, what it I was, was before. To see what the score oh, was. All right. still four to two. Yeah, you good? You yeah, look I'm annoyed good. as fuck. What? I'm not. We can't. We can't disagree. Oh, you just look annoyed. Your face no, is like I was looking. I my face wasn't nothing. I was. Oh, how about to let's talk about iPhone and their shitty autocorrect? No, I don't want to yeah. talk about that. I want to talk. What about, do you want to talk about, so, Jade? We've been talking about. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about, honey? What? Well, I wanted to talk about that I've been listening to a murder podcast about uh, the Green River Killer. Okay, let's talk about it. And the thing that I think is amazing mm. is that that investigation was happening in the 1980s. Yeah. And I just wanted to talk about how frequently police uh, forces brought in um, psychics to help with their police investigations. Right. Could you imagine now if, like, a psychic walked into a police station and was like, I think that I know who did it because I have a psychic bond to one of their victims. I don't know, man. Could I imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine them going, yes, come this way. Let's do a composite sketch of the person you feel like yeah. is the killer, and then we'll put it on the 6 o'clock news. Well, that's probably why there's a lot of innocent people locked up in prison right now is because of all that shit, right? We didn't I, have DNA. I don't know. I'm... Yeah, there is. I There's actually the innocent projects for people locked up for crimes they didn't commit. You know? I don't think that's because of... What? I don't think that that's directly... In because of what? Psychics? No, no. But I'm saying if a psychic came in and drew a picture and said, this is your killer, and then they went out and said, oh, you look like this guy, come with me, and now you're locked up in prison, that's a problem. It is a problem, but I'm just right. saying... I just was not aware of how So, for the record, you believe, like, in psychics? I don't. Oh, I thought you did. Didn't you go see Teresa Caputo? I did. 
So do you believe in psychics or not? Because no. you said no, but you went and seen her. So to me, if you go to see somebody, then you're believing in what they're doing. I think that I was having a real hard time dealing with my so mom. So you don't believe in psychics then, is what you're saying? Correct, correct. Okay. I okay. think they're fun. I think they're fun. Right. Right. They, they can be fun. They can also not be fun, too, you know. They can also not be fun. But, yes, for the most part, I would say they're fun. Do you think ghosts are fun? I think ghosts aren't real. But I think it's fun to pretend that You don't are. think ghosts are real. So no. what do you think happens when we die? You think we're just dead? Our spirit's dead? You just die. Okay. Do you think aliens are real? We talked about this on the last podcast. So we'll fucking talk about it on every podcast. If you don't like it, turn the shit off and go to the next one. Do you think aliens are real? Yes. Ooh. Do I think they come and do visit us? Do you think us? Bigfoot's no. real? Uh, Bigfoot. I'm yeah, talking to... Yes, I think he did exist previously, correct. <clears throat> okay. Do I think he's still walking around? Not really, but I think that there's got to be some sort of... Who do of you think the greatest MMA fighter on the planet is? GSP. Really? GSP out of everybody? Mm-hmm. <sighs> GSP. If, if I had to pick... A UFC fighter. To, to fight? No, to be the face of MMA. I would pick GSP because he's not a piece of shit. That's true. He's a super hard worker. It's true. If you're looking for role models, GSP, GSP is a role model. He works hard. He tries all different kinds of things. And he used to get fucking bullied, and that's why he learned how to fight. If you don't know but, his story. But I'm just saying, like, he yeah. tries. It's not like he's like, oh, I only wrestle. He's like... Will gymnastics help me? I'll try that shit out. Will ballet help me? I'll try that shit out. Like he is well, open Eric, Eric to all to different take, types um, of training. Eric had to take figure skating for ice hockey. You well, know, they talk. Kids, that's how you control your edges. You have better lots edges. Of kids in, lots of kids in Canada start ice skating first, start figure skating first, first and then yeah. they move to ice skating. Who is that? Did Murray tell you that? I thought Murray told you Actually, that. when I was working in Canada, oh, they, they had a whole figure skating class going on and the kids were all like three and four years old and then they said they said all all those kids over there they're going to start hockey next year so they're here to learning how to skate who's your favorite mma women's fighter oh uh, holly home why because she had kicked ronda and that was the her fall from grace So you bought Ronda Rousey's book. Were you a fan of Ronda Rousey at one point? I still am a fan of Ronda okay. Rousey. But you liked like the underdog story. Is that what it was with Holly Holm? Or you just it's like, like the way it, it was? Happened? It's really it was like uh, no, it's it's really like uh, David and Goliath, mm. right? Like here's Holly Holm. She has this huge like like resume, right? She's a. Uh, uh, Muay Thai fighter, world champion, world champion kickboxer, kickboxer, you know, like just this fantastic, beautiful resume, and it just gets over. Nobody knew who she was. It just gets overshadowed by Ronda Rousey, you know, silver medal in the Olympics for, you know, whatever fucking hip tossing. So Ronda Rousey. Well, because she was this personality, right? Like she's the Conor McGregor of ladies, yeah. you know, and then. Who? Ronda Rousey. Rousey. Yeah. You know, she says some shit. She runs her mouth a bit. 
you know, she's got this big head, huge ego, you know, and then she get, not only did she. Knocked the fuck out. Not only did she get knocked out. She she got on wobble wheels. Not only did she get knocked out, she got knocked out exactly how Holly Holmes said she would knock her out. I didn't know Holly Holmes said she was going to head kick her. Holly Holmes called it out on uh, uh, on one of the late night shows. Literally said she was going to head kick her. I got Gordy Howe Red Wings right there. I never knew I had a Gordy Howe figure. You see it? Yeah. That's crazy. So, Ronda Rousey's mom used to, um, I think Ronda Rousey grew up without a dad. Pretty sure. But her mom, to wake her up for school every day, would jump in bed and try and choke her daughter out to help her become a better wrestler and fighter. Was a her mom judo. was a judo world champion. Yep. It's pretty crazy. You know, I think about our boys and like how our house is like it's very um it's very masculine. You know, we kind of walk around and tag each other, you know, and box. And I feel like I was thinking about it today, like, you know, I think it's just trying to keep your boys on their toes, you know, like be ready. Because like in life, shit can hit you real fast. So you got to kind of keep moving and be ready, be ready to slip shit, you know. And like I think about Ronda Rousey's mom doing that to her, like, yo, be ready. People are going to try and choke you out when you're sleeping. You know what I mean? Well, it's the really wakes you up out. Sleep. Well, it's like really wakes you up out of nowhere, and it's really like that muscle memory right. and you know reaction to be coming able from to an like, unconscious state to like, oh shit, I'm in the thick of it right now. Right. You know, so like to get your bearings and you I know. think about our boys like that. You know, like we'll sneak around the house and shit. You know, you'll even do it. You'll try and scare us. You'll hide in the closet. Well, I just like scaring people. I'm not trying to. Oh, I know, but I'm I'm thinking like I'm not trying to hurt nobody either, but I'm also trying to like move around cuz I'm a ninja, you know. Like a lot of people don't know that, but I'm I'm pretty you know. You try ninja. to steal kids in the woods. That did not happen. Now that was Don Irvin, not me. So don't put that out in the atmosphere, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh But I am a ninja. Watch your kids. <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. That's funny, man. What a story. Deep well, drag. You want me to get into it? I don't know. No. I was trying to talk about the Green River Killer, and now we're talking about GSP. Well, because that's... Uh, it's like death. and Like, you know, let's be happy, man. The first part of this podcast sucked. We talked about kids dying. You know, like the fucked up thing was like... Like, I watch Twitch every day. Right at lunch, I watch Nick Merckx. He's on Twitch. I watch them. They get sweaty. They like to fucking kill people. I like the old people that don't understand it. Oh, you watch people play video games? Yeah, it's how you get better at video games, bud. You know, you watch a dude play hockey to get better at hockey, right? But like to know that this dude, and if you watch that video, I started watching the beginning of it and then I turned it off, but. He literally has a GoPro on his helmet, and it's live streaming on Twitch, him getting out of the car. It looks like he's in first-person shooter mode, right? And he starts shooting people at that market in Buffalo, you know? And two, I think there was like two and a half minutes of it was live streamed before Twitch found out what the fuck was going on, you know? Like, that shit cannot happen, ever, you know? And the fact that it did and that it was live streamed, it's like it shows you kind of where, like, 
the whole talk of desensitize. Come on, help me out here, dude. Struggling a little bit. Yeah, desensitization. Desensitization. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? I only drank two beers. Yeah, like, you know, and it's like, holy fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> those people's families have to, like, live that for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and, like, but, that video will be out there forever. But do you think it gets better with with D-Reg, or do you think it do you think it gets worse? Right? Because if he would have put that on Twitter, they would have so let it I go, right? Like, I think that everybody should be available to get a gun. But, like, I think that the background checks and to get a gun and the process to get a gun has to be a lot harder. Because, like, I got my gun in one day, you know. It took me five years to finally get you to let me get a gun in this house. Well, okay, so you Whoa! you always say that, but but okay. let's be clear. Okay, go ahead. You tell me how this goes. You just went and bought the gun. We right. didn't align on it. No, but I we did talk about I getting a gun. Yes, but so I we, didn't. So you knew we were getting a gun. You you didn't go with me to get the gun. I didn't go with you you're to right. get the gun. You, I didn't you're right. even you know didn't. you were going to get the gun. But I went to get the gun because once you said get a gun, it's I didn't time say, to get a gun. I didn't say get a gun. Well, we had been talking about getting a gun. We got to the point where we agreed that a gun was going to come into this house, and I decided today was the day me and my son was going to go get a gun. So we went in, we signed the paperwork, and walked out with a gun. That's how easy it was to get a gun for my house. Now, if you want to get a gun, we could go get a gun together, and it'll be just that easy. We could literally go get the AR-15 that I want to buy. Well, I'll just go and get the gun. Well, go ahead. You go get the gun and show me, like, a woman can do it, too. Watch. I don't need no man to walk in this. Well, st- you That's didn't how you were wait. talking earlier. That's how you were talking earlier. Let's you literally were talking <laughs> about beating ooh, me ooh. up. Why is it, dude? I'll wrestle you. Dude, we got a table I, I right here. I do not understand why me saying something that not because you the way you say feminist it. is a trigger for what? you, uh, but you can talk about smacking the shit out of me or wrestling me or beating me up because it's a joke and, and it's, it's literally all I'm we talk about here. Too. Well, good. Then but, we're all joking. Okay, so then keep quit that being same. Dr- then let's be dr- yeah, jokey. Okay, so keep that same energy, then, yeah, bro. dude. Yeah. So let me finish up when so, we get okay. our AR-15 that I want to get. You can go buy it. You buy the AR-15. Pick the one out that you can hold and handle and shoot. And then I'll shoot it with you. Like the handgun you hold and shoot. So I can go buy me a forty-five now. Right? That's where we're at. You know what I'm saying? But yes, we need better background checks. Like we need to go a little bit more extensive. We need to see where their brain's at. We need well, to know. But that's, we need that's, to find out. The concealed carry was more in death. Of a background check, mm. and now we just got rid of that in Ohio. So it's like people think, I don't, people think that owning a gun is concealed carry by and the getting a gun are two and, different and things. Conceal getting a concealed carry and getting a gun, getting a gun is easier than it was to get your concealed carry. That's a problem. That's what I just said. Right, that's the problem. So well, the now problem you don't even need that fell. Now into having getting a gun that's where it should have started so that was the problem anyway concealed carry should have never been even brought into this whole picture until we had background checks on people getting guns to begin well, with what i was trying but to since say- you could just walk in like me and dade and go buy a gun sign the paperwork and leave i'm not telling you where we were at because there was some point where he had to call somebody and he said i don't even need to call somebody i'll just sign this right here on my own 
I'm not going to throw that out there, but that's even where that was at. So it made it even that much easier. That's how much this guy wanted me to walk out of that store with a gun. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there needs to be background checks well, what on I was, guns. What I was saying to was get that the gun. people believe that the right to bear arms mm-hmm. is protected by the second amendment period and that they shouldn't have any sort of background check or any sort of wait period to get their gun. That's the belief, right? Mm -hmm. So now not only are you saying that it's a problem that you can walk in and get a gun. Now there is not even a background check for that person to be able to carry that gun in a concealed environment. So it's like, so what do we do? Do we have to have a March downtown to get some move here? What do we do? Do we go protest out on the side of a road to get some movement here? To me, it falls back on we need to have better background checks on buying a gun. That's where it starts. It shouldn't be that easy to just buy a gun. Now, if you want to get into like banana clips and ammo and ammunition and like attachments you can get like red dot sites or, you know, silencers and all that shit, like... That's a big picture because, you know, then you're talking big government. You're talking about control. You're talking about what's going on overseas. And, um, fuck. What is that? Where is that? Overseas. Where they took all their guns away. Australia. That's it. Yeah. Then you have a problem like that. You know. Then control is gone. Now the government's in control because you don't have a gun to defend your home, defend your property, defend your food, defend everything you've worked your entire life for. You know, that's when you have that problem. And we don't need that problem here. So, you know, I think if anything, we need to fucking start with fixing Route 50, okay, and uh, putting bigger restrictions on buying a gun and, you know, going out of state to buy a gun. I don't know. You know, like when me and Dade bought that gun, it was the easiest thing ever. And it shouldn't have been that easy. It was so easy that when we walked out, well, I looked at Dade and I go, where you're holy from. shit, that was pretty fucking easy. And that's kind of scary that it was that easy to get a gun. Well, the thing that's scarier is that where you bought that gun at and you walked right out of that store with a gun, you're one mile from their high school. Facts. So like you're, you're right by a school. You can walk out and within 10 minutes you could be popping rounds. So there was a guy at the post office. Um, when I worked at Westwood, he went, um, his wife left him. They got a divorce. They had two kids and they had bought a new house and he went to, a corner store and bought a gun and then went and committed suicide in their house like that same day. Just that's how quick, you know what I mean? There's no paperwork. There's no weight. Like I remember when my, my, uh, my grandpa and my uncle were like talking about guns. I think I was like probably 15, 16, you know, they would talk about guns and like, you know, we would go over, uh, my grandpa's house for Christmas or something. And, you know, they would show the guns off and look at their guns or my grandpa would be like, check these new knives I got or whatever, you know, but like, um, you know, they would talk about like waiting to get their gun. Like a three day wait period. Well, I think at that time it was like a week or something, but yeah, you know, and like 
the fact that me and Dave just walked in and walked out, you know, it shouldn't be that easy. You know, like we've gotten to the point, like we've relaxed on a lot of the rules, you know, and then, you know, here we are, (laughs) you know, you got fucking kids, you know, buying an AR-15, endless amounts of ammo, you know, getting a fucking bulletproof vest and, you know, driving to some protest to, you know, whatever, be a patriot, you know what I mean? Or even that kid. That kid was 18 years old. He was all stock full. He had on full tactical gear, right. and then he walked into a girl. Well, when I see that, I just I think about, you know, that L.A. shootout, if you remember that back in the 90s when those dudes were in, like, full body armor. Oh, you yeah, know, and they, they were having the that, bank. Yeah, they robbed that bank, and they're, like, fucking having a shootout with the cops, and it's, like, playing out on TV, and you're, like, watching bullets fucking hit cars and, like, oh. ping off and shit. And these cops, and you see, like, like, I remember seeing a dude being dragged behind a car, and I'm like, holy fuck, like... <laughs> You know, and it's like, oh, and then like, you know, here five years later, we're playing it on a video game. You know, we're playing Grand Theft Auto, you know, throwing people out of the car, having, you know what I mean? And it's like, we've gotten to that point where, you know, this is where we're at, you know, and, and um, you know, you, we need to value like lives more and people and lead with love a lot more. I think people are quick to hate these days, you know, and. They all, everybody wants to be right. And, you know, it's like, it's, uh, I don't know, man. You feel that division everywhere, you know? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, these are just little kids at school trying to learn, you know? And this dude's like, you know, whatever, probably being picked on or some shit, incel, whatever the fuck you want to say, short king whatever's fucking out there to, you know, whatever. And this, you know, this dude's like, today's the day, you know, and who knows what his home life is, you know, like I've literally dealt with those kids, you know, in those backgrounds from coaching. You've heard, uh, you know, you've seen it firsthand. You were right there, you know, like you can see that home life and you see it play out in front of you uh, during a high school hockey game. So you wonder like, holy shit, what's that like at home? You know, and where does that direction go later on in life? And, you know, it's nuts, man. People just need to value lives more. And well, it's not just kids. Just No, you know, it's, it's not. not kids. No, 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 it's no. It's like, you know, like, like the thing I remember the, the most is that when I lived in Detroit, like yeah. a mailman went in and shot up his whole post office, and that's where Going Postal came from, and that was in Royal Oak, Michigan. Yeah. You know, like, and that's an adult. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> That's yeah, you want to get into that? Fuck, man. We can go another no, two hours no, with that postal shit. I'm just saying, shit. like, I just don't, yeah. you know, it's like adults deal with the same stuff, too, you know? So it's like, oh, it's yeah. not just, it's not just, you know, we've seen many times where people have gone in their work, you know, not just the post oh, yeah. office. Well, look what here. just literally happened at your work. How about talk about that, right? That dude was an ex-employee. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what he was. He's having essentially like a mental breakdown. He emailed yeah. the, pres- the ex-president of our company because he thought he was still the president. To tell him, like, starting tomorrow, I'm gonna I'm gonna rule the world from Cincinnati or starting in Cincinnati. So from this point forward, like, I'm in charge of your company and I make the rules and I'll be in the office tomorrow or whatever. And did you get to read the email? No, it's just uh, what they said. Yeah, and then you know, it's a threat. You got to stay home. Yeah, I'm fucking worried. Here's my PTSD coming up, just being your husband and all this shit, right? Like, no, in the past, and it's like. You know, you have the, what's that green 
what was the protest before where they were fucking dropping flags on Green your building piece, or so? Yeah. Greenpeace. So those dudes got in your building, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your security team there. <laughs> These dudes get in the building, climb up on the fucking roof and drop flags. Like, bro, okay, you know. Who's to say somebody's like, All right, I'm going to go put bombs up on the roof. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, get it together kind of thing. And it's like, you know, like... Um, you know, I was in Pierce Township, uh, what, Tuesday, just delivering mail and those, the, the news was there. No, was this Wednesday? It was the day after the fucking school shooting, you know, and, and I'm delivering mail and I I actually delivered to Pierce Township police station and there was channel five news out there and I'm like, oh shit, you know? So I go inside, I drop it off, and I'm like, what's going on out here? Like, I thought there was a wreck because I know, like, the week before, there was, like, a drunk driver out there who had flipped a car out over on one of those roads. She goes, no, this lady went to a drive uh, a drive through and was, like, pissed at the service and told him she was going to go shoot up West Claremont School, you know? Because she couldn't and pay for her cigarettes. She couldn't pay for her cigarettes or whatever, you know? And then this morning before I'm going to work, I'm literally looking at the lady on TV, crying her eyes out, pleading to the judge, you know, probably had a mental breakdown or whatever, you know, it doesn't make it right, but like, you know, big picture, let's fucking put some work into mental health. But, you know, it, this is the lady that caused all that. And I'm watching her on the news before I go to work this morning, like just bawling her eyes out and just, you know, here's the lady that was going to shoot up a school, you know, when you, you know, you can judge how you want to judge. She you probably know? Like, wasn't. She just she, said it. She was upset and just she's said probably it, right? upset. Right. And it just came off the tongue. We all say shit that we regret. You know, and it's like, fuck, man. You know, she's bawling her eyes out and, you know, sympathy cry type thing. You like, you feel bad for her too. You know, like she's got kids. She's got three kids, you know, and who knows where, I don't know, you know, what that family life's like, if her husband's around, whatever, you know, but it's like, that's those kids' mom. And now this is what they have, you know, Mm -hmm. and big picture, those kids are going to be us one day, you know, and they're going to have all these things. And it's like, God, you know, like put some time and energy into those, you know, and like everybody's kind of going through it. Like, you know, find something that makes you happy and fucking put your energy into that shit. If it's, you know, going out hiking or, you know, having parties or whatever, you know, like to me, it's like, I like getting outside playing sports, you know, so I'm going to do a lot of that this year. I want to, I, I watched some dude like on reels, like say like, ah, I'm going to dunk at 40 and it kind of like, ah, maybe I could dunk, you know, probably not. Who knows? But, you know, let's get out. You know, we, we, you and me talked about doing some five K's this year, you know, shit like that. Yeah. 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 That's it. You know, find what makes you happy and do it, you know, work hard at it put the energy into it, you know, make time for all the people around you, you know, don't hold on to your regrets too long because we all have them and they'll fucking kill you. (laughs) For real, they will, you know, accept people, accept people for who they are, understand like, you know, we all got our flaws and shit and like, you know, try and figure this shit out. We all got a goal. We all want to get there. Everybody wants the same thing, you know. We want to be happy in life, live a happy life, have a house, shelter, be healthy, you know, eat right, make sure our friends and families are feeling the same way. Like, we all want the same goals, you know. Sorry, are you bored? Oh, no, I was just listening to you. 
I'm just, I, I feel like I'm rambling, but you know, like this is the shit that keeps me up at night, you know, cause like we're in some fucking unprecedented times, man. You know, we, we get to tell our kids we all went through a pandemic, a demi, they call it a demi. So we don't get flagged. <laughs> it's just, oh man, you know, we've, we've learned a lot of things through this, you know? Like, especially you with your losing your taste and smell, you know, like, mm-hmm. damn, what was this, you know? And it's like, just get out, you know, go on vacation, you know, hang out with friends and family, celebrate, eat good food. Make burgers on National Burger Day. Make burgers on National Burger Day. Yeah. I didn't know that. Just something pop up in your feed was like, "Hey, today's National Burger Day." It was on my news. Oh, really? It's funny. Felt like, did you get like notified of it, or was it just like a Facebook news uh, uh, or news Apple. news? Apple. Oh, news. Apple news. So yeah, you read through Apple news? Yeah, it'll pop oh. up and it'll tell me. Yeah. Apple news and. That's funny. Like yeah. when you scroll over here and it says trending. What was the sauce news? you made for those burgers today? Tell the people. Maybe the people want to know. So Jade made like this. Uh, I thought it was like I thought it was like a. Um, it looked like uh, it was just a mock fresh sauce. That's what I. Th- oh, so I, I did. Oh, I thought it was because um, the way it looked and tasted, it tasted like a Big Mac. So I thought you like mixed in some thousand well, on them with it. No, it's um, it's uh, it, it it's, like it's a- mayonnaise, ketchup, cocktail sauce, relish. All, and all mixed together. Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, mayonnaise, ketchup, cocktail sauce. Yeah, relish yeah. mixed together. Yeah, but the cool. main thing is like you use like a cup, a cup of mayonnaise. Yeah, and then it's like uh, anything you want to talk about. Well, I want to talk about that Green River Killer thing, but you said it's too dark, so we just talked about well, what <laughs> more, more how easy it was to get a gun and more people who died in my work. That guy trying to kill us and stuff, so. Oh, uh, Dade says he's going to bed. Oh, yeah, he's got work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear about it. Green River Killer. So this isn't new, though. This is uh, this was a while ago. You just got hyped to it, right? Well, my sister told me about it because it's a series. Wasn't there a documentary on Netflix, though, about it? I don't no? know. I didn't see yeah. it if there was. I didn't even know about it. Well, my sister told shout me about out it. to that. Maybe you should look it up after this. I'm just giving you that info. You know, you might want to watch that after this. But so my sister, she told me about it, and my brother already knew who it was. His name's Gary Ridgway, but basically the guy killed, like, 49 girls uh, over, like, the span of, like, six years yeah. in the early 80s uh-huh. from, like, 1980, 1985 yeah. was the last time he killed someone, he says. But, uh, yeah, he did some crazy things, but... Yeah, I just found out about it, but when they were doing their police investigation work, I was actually really surprised about how many psychics came forward and how many psychics they listened to. Oh, and that's right. You were talking about the psychic. Yeah, I was talking narrative. about the psychic part, not that's the right. not the whole killing yeah, yeah, part. Yeah. But yeah, I I just thought it was super interesting because, you know, like the thing they were talking about for the that delayed them, you know, really figuring out who it was for so long was because they didn't have computers to put together all their you know, to compare information. So, like, none of the police districts were linked. Right. And he killed oh, people yeah, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. in, like, six different yeah. police departments. 
or, you know, districts or whatever. So they all just had these cards and it was uh, all stuff that happened along the coastal, the Pacific Coastal Highway uh, um, in Washington. So yeah. he used to like cruise up and down looking for prostitutes. And what was crazy was um, and they went to another serial killer. What was the serial killer? Everybody talked about how good looking he was. and He was super smart. Ted Bundy. Yep, Ted Bundy. So Ted Bundy was in jail in Florida at the time because he had been caught. And uh, he was like, hey, I can help you because he was trying to avoid the death penalty. So he was like, come talk to me and I'll profile the serial killer for you because I'm a serial killer and I can tell you exactly what's up with this guy. So he started looking at all the information and he, he literally profiled the guy completely. And he said, like, this is a guy who... Um, He's into having sex with dead bodies, and so he's definitely having sex with these girls after they're dead, and he's going back to them to have sex with them again and again. And then, uh, what else did he say? Basically that the guy didn't keep any trinkets, but he did take them, but he gave them to other people that he's seen on a regular basis because he could see them wearing a necklace that was from one of the dead people, and it would make him feel warm and fuzzy inside. And then... Uh, I find I'm on episode 10 now and so I'm not done with it yet but they're they basically put him in this office building for like six months to keep him away from the other inmates because they didn't want them to be like hey guy you should probably shut up right you know like the other inmates on him so they moved him to like his own like the lowest floor of a office building that was owned by the county mm-hmm. and changed it into like a whole place for him to live. And they were they would just grill him, and they grilled him for like five months straight, going through all of the things. So they said, um, in exchange for him giving up every murder he committed, mm-hmm. and talking about every murder he committed, that they wouldn't, um, he wouldn't face the death penalty. Mm-hmm. So he just went through and he started talking about like every single girl, like that he killed, and like him, he would like. Uh, he's seen them as his possession. So, like, after he was done having sex with them, he would fill their vaginas full of rocks. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And he was like, he was like, it was two things. One, it was because well, it was. What do you do to people like this? He Big was like, pictures, he was pictures. like, one, it was like, I didn't want anyone else having sex with her, even though she's dead. And he was like, also, like, after I had sex with her a couple times, it would stop me from having sex with her again. And I was like, that is so fucking weird. But. Basically, his first few bodies that were found that were from him was um, he, like, weighted them down in the river. But the current is so fast in the river that they kind of, like, floated up. So, like, a guy found the first body Mm. and then found the second body right after that. And then a family was walking through the woods and they found another body. Mm. So, basically, they ended up finding 49 bodies total. The majority of them, though, were, say five to two. uh, Yep. The majority of them were skeletons. Yeah, you like know what we need to get down here that I just thought about? What? You know, Andy and Gloria got those glass cases for his bobbleheads? Yeah. We need to get a couple of those down here. They sell them at Ikea. Because we can put those loose figures in there. Because all the, all the ones that are sealed, we'll put all around on the shelves. But then uh-huh. if we have a couple of those glass ones, we can put them maybe in each of these corners. That might look cool. Like one there, one here, and then put like, you know. Yeah. Like your little open pop-up stairs with the little devil chick, Reg- Regan. Regan, yeah. Regan. And From the Exorcist. Like, yeah, some of those open ones. Yeah, but he was, you know, he's not like a super smart guy. He used to uh, paint. He was he painted buses. 
Like oh, for the really? county. Who? Yeah. The, the guy. Yeah, yeah. He worked at this company. Isn't and, that and they painted the chick found like exposed him, right? That dude's wife? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. They were the other they, one. They were following That's the him. the Golden State killer. Uh no, it was one of his um one of his family members put their DNA into the database and then it matched. Because what happens uh. so there's this there's this project, this DNA project. And basically, you can submit your DNA to it, and then you can find your other matches. It really has been around since before, like, 23andMe and stuff started. But what you could do is you could submit your DNA to the project, and then they would, like, say, hey, this is your cousin. Yeah. You know, like, this is your fourth cousin and whatever else. So what the police do is they upload DNA into this database. Yeah. And, like, it can be from, like, criminals or it can be from, like, victims. Yeah. So, like, if they have, like, a Jane Doe or a John Doe that they can't, they're trying to, you know, find a match for, they'll upload it. It's called, I think it's called the Genome Project. And you upload your DNA into it. And then, like, if my DNA matches them, they'll be like, hey, do you have somebody in your family who's missing because you matched to one of our victims? And I go, oh, yeah, my cousin Cheryl went missing when she was eight years old or some shit, you know. Then they go, hey, then we got your cousin Carol, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway... One of they uploaded the DNA of the Golden State Killer, and then one of his cousins uploaded their DNA, and they matched. And then, based off their DNA, they were able to figure out exactly who he was, and he ended up being an old cop. So, ding, ding, ding. But Gary Ridgway actually wanted to be a. cop. Why did you just say ding, ding, ding? Because they always thought the Golden State Killer was the actual was a cop. And it was. And it was a cop. Damn, dude! Don't trust them, police, dude. Well, I mean, some of them. But they were saying like the with the. With the, you gotta know when to hold them. With the Green River know killer, when to fold em. the uh, one prostitute got away Uh-oh. from him, and she was saying how he tried to choke her and was using a cop. That's some GTA shit, dude. Was using like a cop, a cop like yeah. choke on her to right. try to kill her, and so they thought it was a for a long time they thought it was a cop. Right. But then when they were investigating Gary Ridgeway, they found out like he was in the military. And he wanted to be a military police, yeah. but instead he ended up just being like a, a guy on a ship, basically. So right. so he never pursued being military police, but he always wanted to be military. Right. Or uh, always wanted to be a cop, but he just never pursued it. So, But he knew these different cop things. And then he was married a couple times, and he would try out the chokeholds that he wanted to do on the prostitutes, like on his wife's. Damn, dude. Just to try it out, and then Throwback. he would laugh about That's it. a flashback. I remember trying that out one time. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. You remember? Yeah. I was like, Jade, how about this triangle? No, I was had like, me. ow. And I was like, I tap, you got me. And then you were like, not me. I got been, this. And I'm like, like, I've nope. been watching this guy show how to get out of a triangle choke. Yep, I can do it. And then, and then I Dave's said. Dave's like, I'll teach you a lesson. Crank, yeah, crank. That's what I said. No. <laughs> Stupid. Don't put that energy out there. Huh? I'll hit you with this bottle. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Stop it! People are gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Man? Yeah, Dade's like, "I'm trying to sleep up here. Can yeah. you be quiet?" I'm like, "Who cares, bud? You keep us up too sometimes." Just go in there and get in the shower and blast our radios. That's a good idea. You gotta hit that bass. Yeah, man. So. uh Connor McDavid, it looks like uh, we're going to be going to a game seven. So uh, my buddy at the uh, post office, I'm going to text him tonight and be like, whoop, whoop. Uh, Panarin for the Rangers, 
He's called the Bread Man. He played with Patty Kane. Patty Kane's the goat for the Blackhawks. So, still currently playing. One of my favorite players, I think, of all time, honestly. You know, and uh, what was I talking about? Well, I was talking about the Green River Killer, and then you started talking about Panarin being the Bread Man. Yeah, the Bread Man. So, the Bread Man, um, oh, I thought you were done talking about the Green River Killer. The Bread Man uh, has not been doing shit this whole playoffs. So hopefully he did something tonight. And we have Panarin's Young Guns rookie card. If anybody out there is interested, just hit up our Instagram at Rips, Drips, and Kicks and follow us there. You can DM us for any card you're interested in. Oh, there's a fight. The free ad. Is there a fight? He dropped his stick. He was trying to get over it. What's his name? Is that Reeves? Is that Ryan Reeves, 75? Yep. Is it? Yeah. Revo. Did you see the did you see that thing? Is it really that oh, I yeah, sent you? It is yeah. yeah. Did you see the thing I sent you? Is he with the to fights? Fight? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's talking uh what's his name? Uh god damn it. Tom Wilson. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I sent it to you on Instagram and he's gonna fight Tom Wilson. And he's like, What the fuck are you gonna do? He's like, You? You what? are? He's like, Yeah, right. What is this? I you sent it to me just recently, like today. Today, yeah. Oh. Before I sent you the Red Wing thing, I sent you I two. I had to look at it. Yeah. I didn't see that. And one. it's and it's Revo as oh, as is. a Ranger. Yeah. So it's this year, and he's talking to Tom Wilson. He's like, "What are you gonna do?" He's like, "Who's gonna do that? You? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. So that's it. They're gonna be a game seven to figure out that, and then we'll be down to the final four teams. Yep. Uh, NBA is going to the finals, I think. I think Boston won. I'm not sure. Maybe not, but it's pretty close. That's just Sturkin. That kid's a stud, dude. Yeah. When I get his young guns, it's going for like 300 right now. That's how much those cards are. And that just came out like two years ago. So, and Trevor Zegras, his young guns, when we first pulled it, me and your brother. Well, the thing is, is next year he's trash. That card goes... Right, and that's when you buy it, but then it gets good. But, like, Trevor Zegers, that's kind of what happened to him. When me and your brother first pulled that first Zegers card, it was worth 300 Now it's worth about 100 because, like, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. His year ended. But then I was talking to my one buddy, Brian, today. He was shout. He was throwing out some card knowledge, and he was saying that uh, the guys he's been talking to that, like, um, here's a little – I'll just give you one little info, is that um, you flip cards – the best time to sell them is right before the season starts. That's when people's trying to buy up some cards. So the same thing you do with equipment. Right. Same thing. Yep. Gage is home. Yep. Gage is home. I hear him. So, yes. Uh, I don't know. You got anything else? Nope. That's We've been it going for, me. for a while. Oh, so uh, just just to finish out my story, if if you're interested in in the podcast, it it's called the Shadow Girls. The Shadow Girls. What's up, dude? Yep. So check Gage. that out on, yeah. on podcast if you want. Yeah. That's all I got. You want to finish it? So we got um yeah, if uh if you like this stuff, like it. You know, share it, tell your friends about it. It's kinda cool. We're getting a little pop. It's kinda cool to see like other people in other countries playing this podcast. It it you know, to me it's it's fun. It's fun to see, you know. Like I just like to bullshit and talk. I'm a chatty Kathy. You know, I'm a very curious dude. So, you know, uh, it's fun. 
Uh, we're going to have a guest, I think, next time. I was trying to get somebody tonight. I could have got somebody, but it was like last minute. So, you know, we rocked it this way. We like doing these solo, but we're going to get some other friends on. I think Chaz is going to come back on, talk some snakes. He's got some shit popping. Um, yeah, so if you like us, share us. Uh, throw us up on your story, maybe. You know, tell your friends about us. Um, you can listen to, uh, we have another podcast, kind of like our, our uh, in the family of podcasting, I would say. Uh, it's the Best Friend Show podcast. Uh, you guys got another episode, I think 56, that still needs to drop. Um, I don't know what's going on there. If you guys got anything going else on there. I don't know. I was just going to say, follow us on uh, Instagram uh, at a spouse podcast for this podcast. Oh, yeah. You can follow me um, and Heather uh, at Best Friend Show podcast on Instagram. Um, um, we have Facebook. And then you can follow our podcast on any podcast platform yeah we're like on spotify we're on um, spotify Sprecher, soundcloud Apple, google play google play yeah like we're on everyone um but like rate us or like like us and because that that just helps us get out there in the atmosphere so you know hashtag family ohana um if you want to follow my artwork stuff i'm starting to pop that off making some stickers that's uh wago studios on instagram uh what else rips drips and kicks on instagram um uh, my nephew details cars so if anybody's looking to like have their car detailed uh he does full details interior exterior he'll do um just all kinds of stuff he'll come to your house he'll take it to a shop either way he's got a shop that he works out of uh that's a bearded detailer on instagram um that's all i got so like uh, God, find something that makes you happy, dude. You know, try and stay away from all this dark shit lately and get outside, get around your family, go do shit, go bowling, you know, uh, play some cornhole, you know, if you're going to watch TV, there's some awesome comedies that have been released on Netflix recently that you could watch, you know, go to a fucking live comedy show, you know, taste of Cincinnati. What's coming up? Anything coming up, Jade? Just the end of this podcast, Dave. <laughs> I'm a chatty cat. You're just the worst I'm ending podcast. Oh, sorry. Talk to you later. Oh my gosh. Just follow us on Shut a spouse. Just idiot. follow us on a spouse podcast at Instagram. This has been episode twenty four. I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. And we're out. Thanks for listening to a spouse podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoy recording them. I uh, just want to take a minute here to make sure that you follow us on all our other socials. Um, on Instagram, you can follow us on a, at a spouse podcast. That's E-S-P-O-U-S-E-D podcast. That's the same on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to send us a message, go ahead and email us at the same podcast at gmail.com. Remember to rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah. Five and, stars. And, and when, yeah, definitely five stars. Uh, in the email, leave us the negative stuff. But, <laughs> but make sure you rate us good. Yeah, and don't forget to follow some of our other uh, podcast homies. Uh, my other podcast, Best Friend Show Podcast, with uh, retired pro wrestler, hardcore Heather Owens. And then also uh, our Best Friend Show Podcast, Yoda uh, Defect, yeah. at Wicket 101, um, where you can view live on the Magic Ninja Entertainment channel. 